Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. This is what I like to uh, refer to as a old throwdown Thursday. Or, you know, given the fine selection of beverages I would hope that we all have, maybe it is a thirsty Thursday. Both relevant, both applicable, and both good times. I don't think anybody greased up any poles with Crisco, but I don't know. Maybe we'll have to check with Mark on that one. No, I'm just kidding, birthday boy. Don't know what kind of shenanigans you have planned. But anyway, oh, we got some good... <laughs> We got some good times to get to, man. I'd say we had uh, two great games, but we had one absolute whooping uh, from the Eagles, dropping just dropping the hammer on the Vikings, man. And then, obviously, we have the rage-face-inducing Patriots-Jaguars game, people just getting all bent out of shape. It's kind of a hoot, really. Uh, but this is a fascinating Super Bowl because of all the people that hate both teams. <laughs> I, you know, I don't remember the last time. Short of going all the way back to when it was the Patriots and the Eagles before, but I don't think the Patriots were as hated as they are now, right? But it, it's just a hoot. I mean, it, there's these, you know, you're seeing like random things. Like people are like, maybe an asteroid can just crash to the planet. Uh, Mark seems to be on that train. No, I'm just kidding. So it, it, it really is a fascinating set of storylines, and we'll delve into both games. We'll have a little fun along the way, uh, certainly. But uh, who knows, maybe we'll even throw some Super Bowl preview, you know, picks out there just for good measure. Early, obviously, we have a, a whole other week and change to go before we get to the big game. And uh, God, I still can't believe the season's almost done. Flew by, guys. Just absolutely flew by. But anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece just for good measure. That's right. First and foremost, because I know he is so excited about this Super Bowl, he's going to tune out the WNBA and not even watch the Pro Bowl. That's right. <laughs> Our favorite resident degenerate, who I'm sure has some gambling insights and bagged a couple of big wins this week, I would hope. The one and only D-Stat. What's up, Mark? Doing well, brother. Looking forward to this Pro Bowl. Yeah, this man. The most exciting game we got left. <laughs> All right, you ready, to <laughs> ready to hit your cue, man? Sweet, sweet Pro Bowl action. Yes, That's sir. right. All right, here you go. Three brew and fun, man. No. <laughs> All right, so are you going to nickname that asteroid, like, what? What do you want to call this asteroid that's going to buzz the Earth, that, you know, is going to go by, that you're hoping veers and maybe, you know, causes some issues here? You have a, you have a name picked out? Gronk concussion number two? Too soon? <laughs> too um, soon. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's I all right, man. It's okay. It's awful. It's okay. I, I'm just bitter. I, yes. And I will, I will stay bitter. I'm, I'm proudly bitter. <laughs> I will be proudly bitter. Yes, I think that you shall. I think that is that is absolutely correct, man. Absolutely correct. So, well, that's okay, man. We'll get in. We'll get into the Patriots Jaguars game and some of what it, you know, obviously set up. Uh, you know, the normal conspiracy tinfoil hat people and the football rage facers and all the shenanigans that come with that. And maybe Blakeman can come in and high five Mark just for just for good measure. <laughs> if anybody had really good Photoshop skills, that would be the best time, man. We need D stat and was is it Clint Blakeman? I don't remember his first name, but uh, the ref that went over and congratulated uh, uh Brady at the end of the game. That was pretty wild. Man, I tell you one of the things that really cracks me up about our current sports like media environment is all the social media, which sometimes is glorious and sometimes is awful. Uh, but you know, people can you, you can just screen cap so many things now, and you can totally take them out of context 
and it's some again sometimes it's really funny and sometimes it just stokes the flames of like fan rage and it's semi glorious <laughs> uh, but that's uh, that's part of the fun part of the fun these days anyway well let's get let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece for good measure Shannon I'd like to congratulate your Kentucky Wildcats for falling out of the top 25 uh, <laughs> Just Last kidding. time they did that, they made the final four. That well, you know, hang your hat on that, buddy. Hang your hat on that, man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's about it, bro. <laughs> I, know, I know you're looking forward to Andrew Luck healing up, being able to sling those balls around. <laughs> you said, uh, yeah, sure did, buddy. Oh goodness, I gotta oh get, I gotta gosh, get that dude. sound, I gotta get that soundboard here over here for you already. But well, that didn't take long. Uh, that's what she said. Hey, by the way, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you that's not good. But <laughs> by the way, is it me or is uh you know uh, Coach Cal uh, have like a tinge of saltiness in some of his comments as of late? <laughs> he's he's getting a little bit up there, man. So the the saltiness is starting to come out a little bit. It, it seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, there, man. He's... I think this team's kind of wearing him out a little bit. They yeah. they're we'll be lucky to make it out of the first weekend in the uh, tournament if we even make the tournament. But well, you just gotta. I mean, in your case, and for Kentucky fans, you hope they kind of mature and grow and and put it together late as the season progresses. I mean, well, we got we got Jared Vanderbilt back. He was one of the big recruiting pieces in mm-hmm. this class, and he didn't even play until like this past week. So. I'm just hoping he gets up to speed by March, and maybe he can be a big contributor. Who knows? But uh, it's going to take time, obviously. You know, if Cal could turn back time and get him healthy, he would. Wow. Really? I think if he could turn back time, maybe he'd uh, try to recruit that Zion guy just a little bit harder, huh? Dude. Duke. Dude, Duke crushing it, man. Dude crushing on the recruiting trail, bro. Duke is going to be scary, scary, scary good next year. Holy crap. Well, you'd like to think. Well, I'd like to think. I'd like to think that. I'll take that. I'll take that as a, as a you know, Zion Williamson. What do they, they have? The number one, number two, number three recruits in the and nation. Num- yes. And uh, the number 10 kid who's the number one point guard in the class. So, I mean, it's filthy on it, paper. It, it's filthy it's, on paper. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was it? Uh, Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh back in the day. They're paper champions. Yeah, that's all well, they are. They're paper champions. Believe me, as a Redskins fan, I know all about winning the off season. <laughs> so, <laughs> get suit up, get up, get on the court, and uh, deliver, man. Uh, but I, I did think it was kind of funny, and I, I didn't really intend to to go to college basketball for a moment, but that's okay. Uh, I did like this line because uh, uh, Coach Cal was talking with some local media about. Obviously, the recruiting stuff, you know, recruiting for the program. And I love this line. He's like, and obviously this, you know, you have Duke getting bagging these recruits. And uh, so there's almost like an extra layer of the rivalry, right, <laughs> going on right now, which I think is kind of a hoot. And me personally, I think it's great for college basketball. But uh, I, I like this line. I don't sell like when you come here, the university and the state will take care of you the rest of your life. You may buy that. And I've got some great property and some swamp land down in Florida to sell you too. <laughs> It's like um, three things, and I'll I'll let you get to yeah. um, the next person. That's cool. K- Kentucky and Duke kick off next season, which will be fun. Yeah, in the Champions Classic. Uh, second, 
Happy birthday to my oldest, Lily. She is 12 today. That's hard to believe. Oh, man. I've got, a, I've got yeah, my last year without a teenager. It's, it's, but I just got another gray hair because of that. And third of all, my youngest daughter, Katie, had a swim team competition this past weekend. Right. And in all eight, in all eight of her swims, she dropped time. It's the first time she's ever done it. And it's, it's a huge milestone uh, for swimmers to drop uh, time in all your events. Right. However, on the second day, she almost didn't get a chance on one of her events because um, she gets nervous before she does the 50 fly. She just, right. she always gets nervous. So I'm sitting up in the stands and, you know, it's like the fourth heat and she's supposed to be in like lane seven. Yeah. And I'm looking up and she's not there. I'm like, I'm sitting there next to her best friend's mom and I'm like, uh, where's Katie? Where's Katie? Where's Katie? And we're like, we can't find her. And all of a sudden, like we hear the buzzer go and they mm-hmm. go. And then I see her downstairs talking to one of the judges and she's bawling her eyes out. I'm like, oh, crap. She missed it. So I'm like sitting there like, oh, my gosh, what's mm-hmm. going on? I go down and talk to her and she's like, Dad, I had to go poop. Well, now they know. And I'm sitting there. I'm dying. I'm sitting there. <laughs> Like, like, okay, th- in my head, I'm going, okay, this is definitely being told on a sports brew this week. <laughs> and I look at her, and the first thing out of my mouth, and I'm like, well, shit happens. Like, okay, to be fair, I didn't know what the story was going to be. You just, you just, you gave me like a, you know a sports brew tip that there was going to be a poop story, right? And when yes. when you were saying she was dropping times, I thought you were going to totally rock that she dropped a deuce in the pool, man. Like, for, I for real, <laughs> I for real was thinking you were going to be like, oh, damn. She, she dropped her times and she was swimming so hard that, you know, turd world. the deuce, yeah, the, old, the old Snickers. Yeah, turd world, the Snickers bar in the pool, man. Turd world country out there <laughs> floating around, you know. Well, it turns out because. She talked to the head judge. He actually let her swim against the boys. Oh. And uh, she ended up dropping four seconds off her uh, 50 fly, which was amazing. I mean, well, congratulations she's got a good, to her. Good job. She, she, that's, that's boys beat her. So she kicked like uh, six other boys' butts. Nice. That's impressive. That's and a good, win. Good on, good on the judge for letting her do that. But, yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, that's, man. That's awesome. maybe, maybe that judge uh, understands. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Man, I mean, look, man, when kid comes up crying saying they had to take a poop, I mean, come on. <laughs> we all understand. When you got to go, you got to go. You got to go. We get it. <laughs> we, get it. <laughs> we get it, man. <laughs> all right, I will shut oh. up now so you can get the had I, guys. Had, I should have totally given you the gap band. You dropped a bomb on me because that was way more appropriate. Katie dropped a bomb now. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. I hear you. Uh-oh. Click, click, poo. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. Shannon, that's a hoot. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. Oh. I was so dying. Good for her to power through and then uh, get a, a strong... Sw- Whoa. Get a strong swim in there, man. That's good. 
Oh, goodness. Randy, Randy, Randy. Oh, I know we've been talking about Kill Switch Engage, and they have a, a show coming up at the National Sunday. So we'll see if that works itself out. Uh, but uh, I saw a blurb, and I was like, man, it's weird, right? Because, you know, we're at a point... You know, we're at a point where certain musicians, obviously, you always have the thing where, where musicians and, you know, artists, you know, pass away. And that's weird in its own right sometimes, but especially when they're young. But we're also at a point where, you know, certain people are just going to stop touring uh, or slow it down. I mean, like Monte Cruz, like in a rearview mirror. You know, it's just weird, right? Like big 80s bands, 90s bands, whatever. And they're gone. They're done. Poof. And Slayer is supposed to be doing their final tour. And I was like, God, that's weird. So I figured. I'd skip to Kill Switch Engage, man, and we're just gonna totally go give you a little Slayer. I'm gonna give you a different song other than that, though. Nice and heavy, a little chunky. Yeah, buddy. I like it. Randy, what up? Bah! Not much, man. I mean, <laughs> as far as I know, the tickets should be there, but, you know, I'll find out more tomorrow. But man, one of the things that's weird is, like you were saying, it's just like we're to that age now where a lot of these bands we grew up listening to as kids are either doing their farewell tours or. Just you know, get to the point where it's like, man, is it? Are they really that old? Yeah. Holy hell! Yeah, That's they're ridiculous. really that old. Yeah, it's bizarre. But what are you gonna do, man? Except crank yeah, it up. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, we'll crank it up for show. I had to go back to it, man. I had to. <laughs> I still love the song, man. Life to life was fantastic. By the way, I like how your man, uh, old Jimmy G, is still getting his playoff share from the Patriots, by the way. He's going to make good money <laughs> from the Patriots' playoff run, man. How great Nothing is that for him? That. No, dude's getting some cash, man. He's going to make, I think he's going to make at least 135 grand. Is that all? Yeah, that, that's, that's all. No big <laughs> deal. He got, he got 79K uh, after the Patriots beat the Jaguars. So, depending on what, you know, depending on what happens in the Super Bowl. If they if the Patriots win, he gets 112. If they lose, it's still I mean still 56. Not bad. So his minimum takeaway is 135 thousand bucks. Plus, obviously, you know we'll see what the 49ers do as far as getting him under contract. So he's gonna be rolling in some. He's gonna be like Scrooge McDuck, dude. He's gonna be able to dive in a money pit <laughs> and have some well, roots roll around in it. With a hundred million <laughs> under the cap, I mean, there's no oh reason why they can't give him a monster contract. Is that how much cap room they have? Mm-hmm. Good God, dude! Yep, Woo. drinks on Jimmy G. Drinks on Jimmy G, buddy. Drink for sure, man. Hey, letting that He'll dude get 25. go. He'll get twenty five. He'll get twenty five. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's at he's, least he's gonna get paid. I don't, I don't know if he'll set the market, but he's gonna be he'll be on the upper end because he's the right age, and it, it's just it's such a strong end of the year. And I think people will buy the hype. And he's probably moving a lot of merchandise. I haven't looked at jersey sale ranks, but I'm sure he's moving a ton of merch. Um, and that's a, that's a team that's looking to turn a corner and, and obviously uh, build. And we've talked about you know, the head coach, the system, the quarterback, the fit. They all seem to, you know, you want that synchronicity. And it feels like it's right and it feels like it's there. It doesn't mean it will totally work out, but it feels like it's the right thing to do. So I think he's going to make some bank. Um, don't be surprised if it's uh, a Drew Luck type deal. Or yeah, it could be up to a ten-year deal. I wouldn't be surprised. A ten-year deal? Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Uh, but uh, he, he'll get a handsome deal, I'm sure. Jimmy G's gonna do just fine. All right, we did kind of talk about some musical stuff, and obviously, uh, Whitfield, it's good to see you tonight. Thanks for making a, an appearance. Woo! Yeah, Thanks, it's sir. good to see you. I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better. 
glad you're feeling a little bit better. So, uh, again, it's just kind of weird, man. It's just certain people are aging out or, or they have some health issues. And that's what's going on with Neil Diamond <laughs> with the uh, Parkinson's. I don't know how long he's uh, maybe had some stuff going on, but obviously made a formal announcement with that. But, I mean, that's a dude that is just, God bless, what a live performer. And I know that uh, you're you're the big Neil Diamond honk around here. I mean, I, you know, I like yeah. the guy, and I think uh, I think people would be amazed at how much stuff he's had a hand in helping to write or or written and perform. I mean, it's just his legacy, his musical legacy is absolutely. Even if you don't like the guy, what he's had his hands involved in, <laughs> as far as creating and writing music, is absolutely staggering, staggering, yeah. and it's a hell of a career. So uh, certainly, uh, I'll raise a glass. Little tip of the cap to old Neil Diamond for you. Yeah, man. We don't normally drink wine in the sports brew. Red. But if we did, it would probably be some red, red wine, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> mm. But you know what I didn't realize? That's a long intro there. Obviously, most people, most people, certainly, if nothing else, are going to be familiar with Sweet Caroline, right? I mean, that's like the classic. But you know, eighth uh, inning, huh? I mean, eighth inning in Fenway. I'm telling you, man, that's a hoot. But I mean, his music, his catalog is just incredible, just incredible. Yeah. But I thought it's hey, great, huh? I was gonna say, anybody want to take a stab? And Whitfield probably knows this. How old is Sweet Caroline? Does anyone know? I do. All right. Anybody other than Matt now? How old is Anybody the song? Take a stab. I don't know. Forty years? Nah, probably older than that. Fifty? No. Yeah. I'll, Forty-nine. I'll, look at that. That's a nice. That's a nice. That's rando, amazing. That's a nice rando guess. Good job, look at that, man. Good job, Captain. Right. You, you know your music, bro. So I'm not surprised. The only reason I kind of force-fed Neil for a long time, so you sort of did. Why he kind of, but you know what I didn't realize, and we've had a we've had a really fun run of a lot of things over the past few weeks, including some Celine Dion. What I didn't realize is that Neil Diamond actually covered. <laughs> he has a cover. He has my heart will go on. Are you serious? Yes, he does. I feel the album. That is how I know. <laughs> Now, that person to Neil and Jalen Ramsey. I was like, I was like, that's fantastic, man. So it's right around this part. There you go. For the Jacksonville Jaguar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who knew? I didn't. Oh, no idea, man. Yeah. I got one even better. Justin, real quick. What? You got Hot, Hot August Night 2 on there? Uh, maybe, but I'd, I'd have to go digging around in, in, in the I stuff. I dreamed a dream. Oh, does he actually? Do- oh, man. Hold yes, on. Yes, he does. Oh, look. Lo and behold. Sure enough. When their voices were soft and their words inviting. That's funny. That was about the time Lay Miz came out. When that came out. See, I'm not used to his version of this. I don't know where to where to hit the stuff. A little more. 
That's great. I gotta give both of you credit. Those are great pulls, man. Absolutely awesome. What a legend, dude. Right there. Right there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Perfect. <laughs> I dreamed a dream in time gone by. I was talking to somebody and I was like, man, I wanted to see him one more time. And they're like, how many times have you seen him? And I said, eight. <laughs> you got your Neil fix in. You're pretty I got, good. I got, yeah. That's yeah, a real, like you were saying. That's, how, it's how such fun. an abrupt, although it's such an abrupt end, right? That's so abrupt. So. Well, we're, what I was um, thinking, I was like, he was supposed to go back on tour in March. Mm -hmm. And for them to like shut it down a month and a half before he's supposed to go back on tour. He, he I don't know if it's advanced, but I, somebody said to go watch um, him doing uh, Sweet Caroline on channel um, on ABC's New Year's. And mm -hmm. you can visually see his hand was shaking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it well, might be farther along than. Yeah, and I mean Parkinson's is tough. My wife's mother has <laughs> deals with that, so I mean that that's a that takes a toll on you, man. So kudos to him. Um, I, I'm sure that, that I'm sure he had this, he struggled with that decision, but you know maybe if he can't do it the way he wants to do it, you know, and live up to it, then you know he can still write and he can still record. He can still He's do still some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm sure that he will. That's a prolific songwriter. Boy, we, this is the, probably one of the most unusual beginnings to a podcast we've had, <laughs> like, ever. <laughs> Go from Kill Switch to Neil Diamond. Yeah. Well, That's pooping okay. in the pool to Kill Switch to Neil yeah, Diamond. Yeah, poop, pooping in the pool. <laughs> or asteroids to pooping in the pool would this, since, since Mark's so excited about the Super Bowl, and we're talking about pooping in the pool, would this be like, should we rename this song, I'm Shitting Up to Boston? Right? <laughs> just saying. I'm just kidding. You can always count on us to be extra random. <laughs> the, the new the new tool tool albums expected this year, so you know. Yeah, so that's, yeah. So that's, that's something. Uh, speaking of tools, what's up with the d bags that all tore up the field of dreams, man? Come on, y'all. What is wrong with you? I'm not supposed to tear that up. F out of here, man. F O H, buddy. I'm pretty sure they have a GoFundMe set up or whatever. And they, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, they launched a GoFundMe page with a goal of 15 grand. And as of this article in For the Wind, they had 200 donors. They'd raised nearly $8,000 as of uh, this morning or Thursday morning. But come on, man. How messed, how messed up is that, dude? Maybe they caught all the beers the Viking. Excuse me, the Eagles were throwing at the Vikings, and then they went and they tore that thing up. Maybe. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, look, I'm just look. saying payback in a couple weeks when, when the Eagles fans have to go to Minnesota, that, that's going to be interesting. Did you see? I laughed really hard at this one. Did you see the other thing where uh, like a whole bunch of people in the uh, Vikings fans were going to sign up to be Uber and Lyft drivers and drop, yes. <laughs> and drop people off at the wrong location? <laughs> I laughed. And you know what's funny? What? You know what's funny? I have some of the people that um, from work because I, you know, I work in the transportation. Yeah, company. yeah, yeah. We have had an influx of people signing up for user in Minnesota. That's hilarious. Well, you know, so you got a ton of people. I'm sure. I'm sure some. Are, yeah, I'm sure some are like 100 percent legitimate. They just want to make some money because that's a prime opportunity, man. It's a, it's a lot of influx of people, yeah. and you know, it, on some level, it. <laughs> 
having two teams other than the Vikings and their fan bases travel for the Super Bowl is a little bit better for the, you know, the hotel industry, the service industry. It still would have been cool to see the Vikings there, but uh, uh, given the way they played against the Eagles, man, I think the you know it's funny. The other week I was like, man, I think the you know the Jaguars would have murdered the Eagles. I was wrong. The Jaguars would have murdered the Vikings. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's who would have gotten slaughtered. I had the wrong team, man. I think I was too much into the story. Of uh, I think I was just on the hope, the hope and the hype train for the Vikings, and the Eagles were like, nope, underdog, what up? And just totally torched it. Um, it would have been nice knowing that stat that the uh, teams that went on like the last play of the game get murdered the next week. I wish I'd known that before, Pickle. Yeah, yeah, a, a, that <laughs> kind of popped up in a lot of places. Well, you know, uh, I don't want to lead with that game. Because I, I don't think that's that's as important. But, you know, kudos to the Eagles. And, yeah, there's some weird stats with that one. And I was not familiar with that either. And, you know, we talked about the momentum from it. And it kind of feels like that's one of those things. You'd have some momentum, right, and and carry it forward. But, dude, I mean, the first possession, yes. Uh, yeah, first possession. And then, it you know, they had some opportunities throughout the majority of the first half. They had... They had opportunities, and then the Eagles really just packed it on at the. I mean, it's crazy to think of how much, how many points the Eagles put on in like the last uh, couple of minutes when the Vikings are in scoring position. The, the swing from that is just tremendous, and again, that's a credit to the Eagles. And you know, I think when we look at you know New England and Jacksonville, and we look at Minnesota and you know Philadelphia, one of the things that's so interesting is you have great defensive play. We can talk about the penalties, and there's some issues there, sure. But the Jaguars did some fantastic things on defense. The Patriots did some fantastic things on defense. The Eagles clearly did some fantastic things on defense. And Minnesota did a big bag of nothing on defense. I mean, it was. It, I mean, you know, it, it's incredible for a team that was like the, you know, one of the top defenses in the league over the course of the season to show up like that. historic. Uh, yeah, it was just amazing. Amazing yeah. to have a, a game, a letdown game of that magnitude and to, to just fall apart like that. And, you know, it's a shame. I expected more. I thought both games were going to be really good. And mm. Patriots-Jaguars was, you know, uh, if you didn't get the outcome you wanted, that's one thing. But as far as being a really compelling, dramatic football game, Patriots-Jaguars was absolutely that. Yes. That was an incredible football game. And I thought we were going to get two. And I think most of us thought we were going to get two really good games. We didn't. <laughs> you know, we got a great game and then we got a bag of ass whooping. So, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather, I'd really rather go out the gate with Patriots, Patriots, Jaguars. I, I think that's Let's just a, that's a better way to go. Uh, by the way, random side note, because they have that 30 for 30 with uh, Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick coming out. And I did not realize... That Bill Parcells, his first name actually is not Bill. Did no? not know that. No. Uh-uh. Do you know what his What is it? Does anybody know what Bill Parcells' actual real name is? Without having no, to look it up. Dwayne Charles Parcells. Huh. Dwayne? Dwayne. Now, if he was Dwayne the Rock Parcells, that'd be a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but no, the story is that <laughs> he was mistaken for another kid that was named Bill. Apparently, they looked a little bit li alike, and he liked the name, and so he kept it. Huh. Yeah, he kept it as his nickname, and that's just what he goes by. So, I mean, it's just, just bizarre. 
like what a rando, <laughs> what a little rando thing. But I, I am super looking forward to that 30 for 30. That one's going to be awesome. Oh, you know what, guys? I'm totally wrong. If we're going to lead with anything football, we need to lead with the XFL. Come on. <laughs> XFL 2.0. <laughs> Just remember, McMahon said, hey, look, man, we're going to know what a catch is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that's fun. I don't know what that's going to turn out to be. They're taking a slow roll this time, by the way, compared to their first time around. I liked the XFL. It wasn't as good as the NFL. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I liked some of the things that they did. I'm actually kind of intrigued uh, by the second iteration of this. Um, I yeah, he. Oh well, that was the uh, yeah, who threw that in the sports group chat. I did. Je, uh, the the hefty lefty Jared Lorenzen uh, talking about a comeback with his like yep, his, his his jersey would be he <laughs> ate me. Brilliant, brilliant. That that's so funny, <laughs> so funny. I would I would be on board with that. <laughs> I would totally be I heard, totally. I heard rumblings. I heard rumblings that uh, Vince is gonna put the full core press on Johnny Boy. Well. I've seen conflicting things about that, so we'll see how it shakes out. But uh, Manziel would be an interesting face of a, fr of a franchise. Oh, of course. Of course he would be. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. He also mentioned Tebow. Yeah. Well, see, one of the blurbs I saw was that, like, they weren't going to – they didn't want anybody that had a DUI, you know, which obviously would be an issue for old, old Johnny, <laughs> Johnny uh, yeah, football. Yeah, you ain't getting Johnny with DUIs, man. You know, so – We'll see, and I I don't know, man. Do you think Tebow would actually roll back for something like that? I just I don't I don't know, man. It feels like he's kind of moved on, but you never know. Maybe he wants one last go. Uh, you never know. You, you never know. I don't know what will happen with the XFL, but I'm intrigued by it, and I think realistically, you have enough pushback with certain things with the NFL. If uh, and the market's different, the social media, the streaming. There's so many different ways to kind of enjoy content and watch content. Where I'm really interested is to see how they, where they are, how they market it, how they deliver the product. Obviously, money's going to be an issue. I think he sold $100 million in, uh, yes. in stock to help fund was it Alpha Entertainment um, yes. and, and get ready for this. They're gonna, again, it's a, it's a slow setup. They're not trying to jump right back into it. I think it's like a, they want to be uh, back in 2020. Uh, but I'm curious to see how they innovate and what they do that's different from the NFL and then if they bring some of the like some of the stuff back that they had the first time like you know with the scrum for the ball and no extra point i mean they had some kind of nifty ideas and people you know forget i think the XFL was the first one to do to do the sky cam so anyway look if nothing else McMahon knows how to market an entertainment product yeah it didn't work out the first time but some of that's a quality of football argument uh, but I'm super intrigued to see what that turns into. Super intrigued. Maybe it fails again. I tell you, if you go zero for two, you probably say we're gonna we're gonna let that one just you know we're gonna leave it alone. Uh, it's going Leroy Jenkins, so it don't yeah, matter. But I, I think there's enough like dissatisfaction. I I don't have a beef with the NFL, but I know there are people that do for different reasons. And I I, I think there's I think there's a space for them if they if they can do it right, and the football's decent. I think Correct. they can carve out some opportunity space and have some success. The question is going to be, you know, how expensive does it get? How do they compete for talent? And uh, can they partner in any, in any particular way with the NFL? I don't know oh, if the NFL would be open to well, that. You know, his, 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 wife, his wife is the head of the you know, small, small business administration right now, so if he right. needs a loan. Yeah, they can probably, <laughs> hey, look, they can probably line it up. Small think, business, about this, right. think about this for a second, guys. What? 
they could um, say, hey, once you graduate high school, instead of going to college, won't you come here for three years, get paid instead of having to go to school? So that could have an effect on college football if they decide to say, hey, once you're a high school graduate, if you want to come to the XFL, you will get paid to play, and you don't have to worry about it. And in three years, I mean, they could either go to the NFL from the XFL. I just, I mean, that's a possibility that it could affect college football. And that's an interesting vantage point. But I, I just, that's one of those things where football, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a man's game. You know what I mean? It's a grown man's game. And so I, I, I don't know how they're gonna bro- broach that. And you know, maybe they do. A, maybe they do their own version of the one and done, <laughs> or maybe they have an age limit. I'd be honestly, I'd, I'd be really surprised if they were willing to sign and, and deal and try to develop eighteen year olds. I don't know that they're gonna have the infrastructure, the coach and staff for that. And I think there will be enough fringe NFL players that want another crack at it. That if the money's decent, that would play. So I, I don't know if they're going to have space because uh, I don't know. It's an interesting thought. We'll see. That might be something down the road. I, I don't know. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know that I'm a buyer of that out of the gate. I mean, the, depending on the kid in the situation. Yeah, no, I mean, sure. Never but you, you never know. But it's just uh, that's just one of the things of football, man, is they got to get their bodies right. It's a different level, man. They certainly couldn't do it in the NFL. Maybe in the XFL. Maybe. But uh, anyway, I'm just interested to see what it turns into. Maybe it's a disaster. Hopefully, if it's going to be a disaster, hopefully it's a fun roller coaster ride on the way down. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, anyway, all right, let's get back to Patriots Jaguars. Let's get back to the actual NFL stuff. Leading up to this, man, obviously it was super dramatic with the whole hand thing and it's in a pocket. Can they get any pictures of it? That was such an incredible lead up to that game. And uh, Mark, I gotta admit, I love the fact. I, I always think it's funny with Pickham, with you and Pickham. You you crack me up because you'd be like, I wonder if anybody would put X amount of points on whatever team. Would anybody be that stupid? Or you didn't say stupid. Would anybody <laughs> be that smart or that or that crazy or whatever it was you said? And, and you know, I mean, I, and for I mean, the Jaguars. I mean, I think we all felt like the Jaguars were going to make that a game, and they did, and they they certainly did. Uh, but, it, you know, you're so funny with Pickham. You crack me up, man. Um, that one didn't work out, but I totally get, I totally get, you know, trying to ride the Jags. And they had they had their opportunity. And it, this is one of those things. And that's a team, and I like where the Jaguars are. Obviously, they have to figure out Bortles. Um, I've seen some rumors that maybe they'd go after um, Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins. Uh, a lot of people floated the Eli Manning thing because of Tom Coughlin, but yeah, maybe Manning's got a little, a little too long in the tooth. We'll see. Some of that's a money deal. But I like where that team is positioned with their age, with how they've built the defense. I think Marone's done a good job. Uh, actually, I work with a Bills fan who is still <coughs> salty because he, he believes that if Marone had stayed in Buffalo, because they, they had front office duress, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that's one of the, thing, one of the reasons Marone left. Um, but like he firmly believed that the Bills would be a high caliber, high quality playoff team if Marone had stayed. Um, but anywho, I like where Jacksonville is, and think about what's happening with certain teams in the league right now. You got all this transition in Seattle. I mean, Lord knows they're going to have a, a, virtually an entire new coaching staff, right? Other than Pete Carroll, and the defense has, has aged a lot. You know, it's so weird to think back to that Super Bowl when they shellacked, you know, the Broncos. 
And I think most people realistically like, oh my God, this team could win multiple Super Bowls, dude. They, they did get back to another one, and they probably should have given, given Marshawn Lynch the ball, but they didn't. But that's a team whose window feels like it's closed, right? Until they turn that roster over. Um, They're going to lose um, Earl Thomas and somebody else to career-ending injuries, man. Yeah, I mean they they they, they got to they got to replenish. They got they got Averill, I think they got they got a draft. You know, you got issues with Richard Sermon. Um, I mean, it, it, again, a team in transition, right? It's a yeah. team in transition. It's what they are. And think about who has to fill the void. And the Jaguars look like they're ascending, kind of how Seattle did, you know, uh, which is great defense. A strong run game. They don't have the quarterback. Russell Wilson obviously is, and has has shown the caliber of his, of his quarterback play, and you can nitpick some things with him. But he's he's a competitor, uh, mm-hmm. and and he's you know I mean the, the dude can ball. The Jaguars don't have that. But if they can get their quarterback situation right, the Jaguars are sitting on a really nice. Depending on their contract situation, but they're young. They've drafted well. They're, I mean, they're sitting in a prime opportunity space to be a really, really good team over the next two, three, four years if they play their cards right. So, you know, I think this particular year was a bit of a teaser to show what they can be. And the game against New England, one of the things that's important for a team like Jacksonville, as much as that loss sucks for Jags fans, and believe me, uh, you know, I've got some friends that are legit Jags fans, not like bandwagoners, but like legit and, you know, they're bitter about it. They're salty about it. I totally get that. But the nice thing is that kind of game, as awful as that is, as much as it sucks to lose it, is it goes to show you what you have to do to get over the hump and get to the next level, right? And if it's one thing about New England, and we'll see if, if Philly can finish what Jacksonville couldn't, and that's to get up, get them down, and keep them down. Atlanta couldn't do it. The Jaguars couldn't do it. We'll see if the Eagles can do it. But learning to finish a team is a big deal. And for a young team like Jacksonville to take that kind of loss with what their window looks like it could be, uh, I think there's some benefit to that. You know what I mean? Because that's one you take some painful lessons from. Mm, You take some painful lessons from. And and Jacksonville, again, I, I like that squad. I don't love Bortles. He had a, a decent playoff run. Uh, I think he pl- exceeded most people's expectations, to be fair. But, you know, the, I mean, the Patriots are just that you can't, you cannot give that team opportunity. You cannot do it. They are too good. They are stone cold. And, like, I, I don't know. It, they're, they're incredible in their own right. And you can hate them all you want. But one thing that's absolutely real with New England with their coach, with their quarterback, with what they've done, is that's a team that believes they're going to win and believes they're going to find a way to win. And if that gets in your head, if you're the opponent and you think they're going to win, that's a problem. Justin. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like at this point with the Super Bowl and with the way the Patriots win, doesn't it feel like the Patriots are kind of like the 80s Hulk Hogan like the opponent hits their big move and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to get the pin. And he kicks out and hulks up at the <laughs> very end and wins, wins the match. And you're like, dang it. I was so close. It just feels like the Patriots are freaking That's Hulk funny. Hogan from the eighties. It just That's feels funny. like it. Like Tom Brady just hulks up at the <laughs> end. Like he's just like, no, nope, not going to lose. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
That's funny. Solid analogy, yeah. It seriously feels like it. Because... <laughs> and that just... <laughs> Say your prayers. <laughs> Eat your vitamins. Eat your vitamins, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just. But it, it's it's amazing, brother. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing to me uh, because it, you know the Patriots have tortured me for years personally. Oh, you're a uh, Colts fan, of course they have. I mean, it, it's it, it's amazing that the Brady has been in the league for 17 years, and I he you know the Rams thought they were going to be on a dynasty, and he ended yep. it. Gosh, and they have a dynasty then, a little bit in between, and then they end a Seattle dynasty, and he's basically one win away from being Michael Jordan of the NFL. Yeah, no, six titles. The numbers are ridiculous, and it's amazing for them to have an opportunity to, you know, because they won three out of four Super Bowls then to be at this stage and be in a position to win three out of four Super Bowls. It's nuts. It, and it really is. And, th- you know, th- we're talking about the window for Seattle. Well, yeah, the Rams had a window. They got one. Seattle had yeah. a window. They got one. one. The, the Colts Sa- had a window. They got one. Yeah. The Saints had a nice run. They got one. Hell, Brett Favre, one. Aaron Rodgers, one. One. Now, that I mean, some of these guys, some of these teams went to multiple Super Bowls. They just couldn't, you know, they only, they only won at one time. And again, that's what some of what makes this so wild, you know. And and Mark obviously, you know, he can take some solace in the fact that the Giants got him twice. And I think I think you will. I think as long as you walk this earth, you will take a high degree of satisfaction in that. Oh and, God, God, yes. And you should. And you should. Right. And you should. Even even right now, I mean, I, I know. Um, <laughs> I'll jump ahead for half a second, but I mean, I, I'm. If I have to hope for anything, I mean, I do want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I went to, you know, spend a year in high school with Chris Long, good guy, root for him. It'll feel gross either way, but it'll certainly feel a hell of a lot more gross uh, <laughs> if the Patriots win it. But, you know, certainly they're, 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 they're the favorite, and they, they, I'm sure they should be. So, we- but, yeah, I, just, I, pre- I prepare every year for the speech that if they, if they win it, well, X happens. So, you know, fuck them. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! He, 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 he can add a six finger to his hand, and you know, he still has two that he couldn't take from us. So yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. You can always, you can always. Giants fans always. will always be able to hang their hats on that one because you know we'll see what the Eagles do. We'll see what the Eagles do. But it, it would be funny if the only teams he ever lost in the Super Bowl were from the NFC East, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. It would be like random factoid, <laughs> you know. Obviously, I mean, if the, if the Eagles win, then we don't get to you know, we don't get to laugh about the empty trophy case anymore. See, that, that that's yeah. my one big problem is uh, my inner Redskin that's... fan says no, exactly. no Super Bowl empty case, no Super Bowl <laughs> for you because they're the only team in the NFC East that's got like the bagel. You know what I'm saying? And and, and there's a certain degree of satisfaction because the Redskins. I mean, they've struggled for two decades. All right, but the '80s were great. The '80s, early '90s, man, that was fantastic. You know, and that I mean, I was a, I was a little kid. That was a great time for them to be good. 
so there's a certain degree of satisfaction in knowing that, uh, you know, for as good as the Eagles have been over the years and some of the teams they've had, that they just they haven't been able to deliver. Uh, it's like McNabb throwing a pass. You know, it, it, it comes up just a little short. You know, uh, it's perfect. It just goes just goes right into the ground, man. Um, hey, I think it's safe to say that D-Stat won't let the Giants win. He won't let those go. So, it, no, you know. no, he won't, and he shouldn't. <laughs> not sure once, won't. not once, not ever. He should hang that. You know, any good, any good self-respecting Giants fans will will just hold on to that till the end of time, man. Flat out. But all right, let, as, I, as, I, as I dreamed a dream that this fucking Super Bowl never existed. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I get it. I get it. I don't feel the same way that you do, but I totally understand why so many people are like, please, God, can you give me anybody but the Patriots and the Eagles? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you give me an alternate reality, <laughs> please? <laughs> you know, I, I get it. I get it. I think it. Martin just needs to eat a Wham burger. <laughs> but it, look, here. that being said, and jokes aside, jokes aside, I do like what this sets up to be. Now, I don't know if Nick Foles is going to continue to play as well as he has. I was going to uh, say that that's that's something that I, not, to, not to interrupt you, but like yeah. I, I but but I'm interrupting you. Um, that's okay. <laughs> not to interrupt you. But, um, <laughs> I, I wish so much that, 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 that Carson could play. Like I would, I I, I I would weirdly, well, not weirdly, but I, I would be more interested in the matchup if it was Wentz. Kudos to Foles on what he's done. Yeah. But I've, I think I've said before, and I would say it to anybody, and I've said it for a long time, like, as much as I wholeheartedly hate the Eagles, I, I can't hate Wentz. I, I hate, dude, see, mm-hmm. A, I've seen a lot of off-field stuff that I really like about him, but B, on the field, my God, that dude has come a long way so quickly. Yeah. And I think it's going to if he could get his, you know, full health back and, 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 and hopefully stay, you know, healthy, Oh man, that that guy's gonna be—he is already pretty scary good. He's just gonna get better. And it's kind of—it's—it's it's kind of intimidating for the NFC East. But uh, yeah, especially I mean, in fantasy. Oh, for sure, on all fronts. <clears throat> well, because that's our primary concern here is <laughs> fantasy say, football. Like, it's, it's yeah. a secondary thing, but you know, sure, <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll be a good pickup for people. But I'd say more—I'd say the Eagles are a little more excited for his on-the-field capability. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, you know, Foles again, kudos, and I, I expected him to step up. I, I, I you know, I, I, I'll eat my words. I, I thought the Vikings, you know, were in a really good place to handle their business against the Eagles. But uh, you know, I said about Foles the week before that I, mm-hmm. I expected him with a little extra time to, you know, he's he's got some experience behind him, so I thought he would step up better than he played, you know, at the end of the season. I but guess he just had to knock some job. rust off, but maybe. He's, he's, he, no matter what, he's no wins. Of course, no. I mean, that's, yeah, and that's but so, uh, yeah, he's no wince, but you know, he 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 did some nice things, and I think you have sure. to give kudos to Peterson and that team. You know, they've got a really good O line, a really good D line, uh, obviously a nice stable of running backs, and they've put Foles in a good position to play well, right? And that you know, if a player is going to step up, and a coaching staff. That's really what they should be doing, right? Is putting their their players in in the best positions to play well. Um, and I think Peterson and that coaching staff have done a good job, particularly in the playoffs. I mean, that's a lot to overcome. You know, you, you figure they lose Jason Peters, they lose Darren Sproles, they lose defensive players, they they lose Carson Wentz. I mean, that's a team that's had to absorb some very very significant injuries. 
And, I mean, look, if we're talking NFC East, I mean, the Giants got beat the hell up with injuries. The Redskins got beat the hell up with injuries. And the Eagles had their fair share of injuries, too. You know what I mean? I mean, hell, the Packers got injuries. The Colts have injuries. I mean, injuries can redefine a season. And it's it's really a credit to that team and to that coaching staff and to those players that they've been able to overcome those injuries and are here right now. Now, we'll see if they can finish this thing. That's a tall that's a tall order. But it is. Yeah. I will say you can't underestimate. I mean, <laughs> And I think I did it. I'm pretty sure we all did it. And some of that was the Foles factor. Some of it was probably overrating Minnesota a little bit. Um, maybe maybe New Orleans, maybe the Saints would have given them a much better game. You know, I mean, who knows? It, it, you know, unless you're going to play it in Matt, simulate in Matt, and, and what are you going to It's done. It's done, son. Um, and I think a lot of people underrated the Eagles. And they've. Uh, I will. I will still say. I think one of the five people in this room, maybe not, but one of the five people I think was crazy enough to take the Eagles against the Vikings. Well, a, Matt. Matt reverse, also reverse logic. I think. I think Matt took the Eagles. You took the Eagles. A few people did. You're not alone. But as always with the pick'em, nobody pats their back like Mark does. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that, that's you know. I think that should be your yoga pose. Is the back pat? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not, not only that, I realized I never, I never, you know, gave myself proper, you know, sports <clears throat> recognition for the fact that I also, you know, won uh, the um, what do you call it? I'm blanking on the term for it. The elimination, you know, this year. That's good. Thank you. Well, congratulations. congratulations. I won the money league. You did. Now suck it. <laughs> golf clap, golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon won the important one. Um, That's right. Yeah. And then and then we'll see we'll see what happens in the uh we'll see what happens in the uh playoff challenge. I'd like to thank the Minnesota Vikings. You know what's funny is, is uh, we weren't home on Sunday. We were at a, a a gathering for like some birthdays and stuff, and I thought about being kind of funny since we had judged around about the Vikings, and I started to feel a little, I, you know, I started to feel a smidge uneasy, and I thought about being kind of strategic and, and flipping my stuff to the Eagles, but we weren't home, and then I then it slipped my mind, and I was like, well, whatever, who cares. But I'd like to thank the Minnesota Vikings because a three a three x multiplier doesn't do you any good when you're multiplying zero. So, you know what I mean. And and we were thinking like yeah, I mean like uh, we we were sitting pretty, but it was all contingent. On, it was all contingent on Minnesota, dude. It was all contingent on Minnesota, and they sucked. <laughs> they sucked so much butt, dude. It was incredible. They sucked so, so much, much butt. Butt sucked that the dude. BSC just was overloaded. Dude, complete. Complete Buttsuck Express, man. Complete 100% B-S-freaking-E. Ugh, it just makes me want to oh barf. So, anyway, obviously I have Eagles in my squad now. <laughs> it's going to be amazing if Justin and I pick the same players again this week. Now, that would be funny. Now, we won't know. Because be I, won't, be I, I, won't I won't tip my, you know, I won't tip my hand. Same here. So we'll see. That would be awesome. You know, uh, Matt and I have a history in Pick'em of being very similar. And it, it kind of cracked because we don't talk about our picks. It's just funny um, <laughs> how close we are in what we pick and the points we put on. Uh, it's not always the same, but it, there's it usually it's close enough that you go, are y'all making each other's picks for you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> and it's kind of funny. It re- and it, It's random. 
And it's just random. So it would be a hoot if you if our teams were very similar. I think Lindy's actually in the lead in that for right now. But uh, admit it, you love being in the mind of a genius. So you know. You mean like Donald J. Trump, J for <laughs> J for genius? Yeah. Is that, is that where you're going? <laughs> oh wow! Just say it. First fail of the evening. <laughs> no, it's back. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> Where's the genius? Look, man. I saw your report cards, dude. You ain't fooling me. <laughs> oh. Dude, I got an F for fantastic. <laughs> I got a I got a D for dynamite. <laughs> B for bad. B for bad. Oh, dude. Hey, let, let me help you out, Woodfield. You get a little reading rainbow, man. I can go twice as high. It's in a book. Honestly, bro, bro, Shannon, and I thought about yes, this sir. earlier. If Nick Foles rocks out against the Patriots, we have to bring back and we have to remake the Flacco Rainbow, and it's going to have to be the Nick Foles Rainbow. Okay, we're going to have to. Now, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying like if if Flacco balls out like he did against the Vikings. And he does that to the Patriots. And I don't expect him to... I don't think the Patriots will give up as many huge, huge plays as the Vikings did. I would be shocked. Not impossible, right? They'll play too deep and make them dink and dunk the whole but, way if they have to. Yeah, I don't... I don't. You know, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey had, what, a 53-yard... It was like the longest touch to pass touchdown the Vikings gave up all year. Torrey Smith got... You know, I mean, they just... They, they had huge... Huge games, huge plays. Uh, I mean, I, and that's but, it, the, the two DBs like looked in the backfield and yeah. let the gas get behind them. The, the Patriots, they, they ain't gonna play that BS. Well, no, the Eagles kept the Eagles kept peeking. Eagles kept peeking. But the problem that Brady's gonna have, mm-hmm. and he has with <clears throat> he has problems with three, four defenses that are able to rotate, and the depth that um, Philly has on that Look. defense at front seven. Is good. Their lines are great. Their O line and their D line have played fantastic. Uh, it just uh, you know over the duration of the season, and yeah, that you look, Matt. You're right. That's an absolutely huge factor in this game. Is how the lines show up, and you know, Markin obviously, as the Giants fan, can attest to uh, you know a, a strong defensive line presence. You know, <clears throat> making a statement and being a factor in a game against them, but it's easier said than done. Oh, I agree. It's easier yeah, said yeah, than done. Look, I ain't thinking against Brady, so. Well, that's luck. that's the Deion Sanders line on like <laughs> in a, on a on a whatever what, NFL Prime is. He's like, you know, I, you don't pick against Brady, man. But you know, they're gonna have to be able to get to him. But you know, Brady can deal with the blitz. Brady can deal with pressure. Um, yeah. He can get the ball out of there quickly. They'll they'll scheme whatever they need to. What they're gonna you know if they can control his pocket and keep him from stepping up. Then you know we'll see, and, but to, to to just say that like the Patriots aren't just going to let them rotate, nah. It, if if it's a Great matter, offense. I mean they'll up tempo the balls out of that thing. Um, uh, it, you know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, I know, I know, Shannon. They're going to up tempo the balls out of that thing if they have to. You know they you will. Said balls. They will find some way to try to have an advantage, short of paying off the refs. Isn't that right, Mark? <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want hey 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 Mark. Do you think the refs get a playoff share? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
Hmm. Will they go hmm. Leroy Jenkins on us? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, if, maybe if they ask Adam Silver, he can get him a slice. Yeah, yeah, man. I tell you what, I tell you what. This is a ridiculously long first segment where we've actually not really gotten to either game. <laughs> I don't know how that's even possible. Always take the over. Always take the over. We talked about all kinds of like random crap, but we haven't actually talked about the football games yet. Well, we have, but not as detailed as we normally would. So, uh, Mark, I want to be sure we spend time with the Patriots game and the Jaguars game because a, I want I want to give you the opportunity to be like I, I want I'm going to ask you this now, but it's a setup for in a few minutes. And it's really, how how did the Jaguars, man... How do you fuck that up? How did they F that up? Okay. How do you fuck that up? I want to know, okay? So that's my question to you, is how did they F that up? Because I want to spend time with this game in particular, because I think it's the most, most interesting... And I, I think the saltiness from people over this game is is so compelling and so great uh, that that's that's what I want to spend time with. So, but we're like at fifty five minutes. No, actually, we're at an hour. <laughs> uh-uh. So let's take a quick break. I'll you know check on the dog, take her out, whatever, uh, and then we'll come back and let's just go with Patriots Jaguars. And then I know you you have a cut time uh, and you can ripcord out if you need to. And then we'll go to deal with Vikings Eagles. Maybe we'll sneak in like your Super Bowl pick if you want to do like a quick teaser on that. And I think the line opened at six. I might be wrong. Maybe it was five and a half. Uh, but we can certainly talk about uh, you know a little bit of that. Uh, probably the two most relevant things for you: the game, uh, maybe a little bit of a betting angle. And I, I don't remember the numbers, but I could swear there was a story today about somebody putting like a three million dollar bet on the Eagles. Mayweather. What well, it didn't say it was Mayweather, but people are like, if it was, <laughs> yeah, they were saying it because I think yeah. it was at the MGM, and they said if it's any, you know, people were like, if that's anybody, that's Mayweather. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the case, but uh, we should check on that. But let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back and we'll just dig into this game, and then if Mark's got to go, he can get out, and then we'll deal with the other stuff. With the sports, you can find us on uh, LiveSportsCaster.com, dot com, obviously iTunes, main feed on Podbean. Uh, Stitcher Radio, the Google Play Store, keywords are sports and brew, and we'll be back in uh, just a moment. All right, yes, sir, I had to stretch our legs for a couple minutes, but we are back. And you know what? Second segment, we've been enjoying these fine beverages, but we might as well actually go ahead and raise a glass, man, uh, tip one back. So, uh, gentlemen, I am enjoying a very, very tasty uh, stone brewing hop revolver. I'm a, a big fan of this beer, man. I really love that thing. And I'm also rocking a little, uh, sailor Jerry and unfortunately flat Coke. It's about as flat as the Vikings performance in that game versus the Eagles. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't make for the best mixed drink. However, uh, I'm a trooper and, uh, not a stormtrooper, but I'm a trooper and I'll finish this damn thing. So that's what I got. Shannon, what I'm you got? Like Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Shannon, what you got, bro? <laughs> I am rocking the Hardywood Kentucky Christmas Morning, my friend. All right, look at you. Good times. Cheers. Salute, Randy. What you got, bro? Um, I had to pick something different. Uh, did a create your own six pack. I got a Trogged Trogonator. All nice. right. Somewhere I hope there's a Trogdor beer. That would be that would be great. Aren't they the one that make the Mad Elf? Yep. That okay, yeah. That's that's a good company then. Burning eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Uh Mark, what you got, bro? 
I got myself a, a mission. Missions. Can't talk. It's got me. Got me feeling good. Um, no. Must be a good uh, beer, man. <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, mission. Mission Street IPA. There you so, go. It's actually a tra- Trader Joe beer. It's very good. Look at that. Do it, do it live. Do it live. Yes, F it. Uh, Matt, are you enjoying anything tasty, or are you just uh, rocking some milk or some Pepsi? Pepsi. Pepsi. Uh, the classic. The classic. That's okay. All right. Uh, Mark, I see that you are wearing black. I take it you are in some degree of mourning for this Super Bowl. <laughs> sure am. Bitter, bitter, dark mourning. Uh, remember that? Well, I don't remember what, uh, what beer it was, but uh, they had an ad campaign about bitter beer face. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. you, you could totally do an updated version of that ad <laughs> based on this Super Bowl alone. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be pretty, pretty fantastic. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Uh, are, are you telling me you're going to go Philly Philly? Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, just barely, but not really. Just, no, I mean, just barely. We're, we're like, Philly Philly. Oh, all right. That was, <laughs> it, was it, it was Keystone Light that did the bitter beer face commercials. Yeah. Oh, my God. Keystone Light. <laughs> so, have you guys seen that Natty Light is giving away a million dollars over the Super Bowl? For yes. what? Twenty twenty five. It's like uh, for to pay off college loans, uh, and I think it's like twenty five people can win forty grand, hmm. and you have to submit your college stories with Natty Light, and they'll pick like the top twenty five or whatever, and they will pay off a portion of whatever student loans. So basically, lie, have a good story, and maybe you'll win some cash. Yes, Mark. I want you to submit a story, Mark. I want you to submit a story about getting tased while drinking some keys or Natty Light. (laughs) Oh, Leroy Jenkins on this one, buddy. Sadly, that was post college, but uh, you know, dude, that would be fantastic. Oh, I would totally support that because you have video. uh, Do we have that on video? Oh, absolutely. Oh my God, yeah. Superimpose some some. uh, some, some natty, natty we'll just say you were fueled by Natty. You were fueled by Natty. I don't know what's in your hand in the video. Probably a red solo cup. If that's the case, we can just say it was Natty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's on point. I think that's a good idea. You'd like, I mean, hey, 40, I don't know if you have any student loans left, but 40K, man, that'd be on point, bro. Oh, I, sh- I sure do. Well, see, there you go. It, and then it's valid. It works for you. That's a good way to go, bro. I'm in. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. All right. Well, let's get down and dirty with this Patriots, Patriots Jaguars game, man. Uh, so let's set this up. And I think I asked, I, I did say, you know, uh, part of the question is how do they F this up? So let, let's get down and dirty with this, roll through it real quick, and then we'll spend some time talking about it, right? So uh, first and foremost, we obviously teased about the hand. That was a huge story. I love the fact that out of the gate, Tom Brady's like yelling at a cameraman to get the F out of his face. F out of here, dude. I thought that was great. Sam um, Jackson. Yeah, like absolutely for real. He was dropping that, man. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This yeah. ain't none of your goddamn business. Get the fuck out of my face there you with go. that shit. That that feels about right, man. And look, I I know they only got a field goal out of the gate, but they certainly came out and he, he wanted to make a statement. They threw that nice pass to Brandon Cooks. Hand was looking okay, and they converted it on fourth and two to Amendola to get in the red zone. They didn't get a touchdown, but they did get a field goal to go up three zero. Where I, you know, 
watching this game, and again, I wasn't at home, so I didn't have the benefit of like usually I kind of DVR and I'll I'll rewind it and watch some things over to have a better feel for it. But so I had to go f it. I'm doing it live, man. It's so weird to watch football purely live when I can't skip commercials, when I can't skip commercials, and I can't rewind plays to look at them again. But I got to give credit to the Jaguars, man. I mean, yeah, the Patriots wanted to come out and make a statement and at least show that his hand was okay. They did that. Uh, but the Jaguars, man, they meant some business out of the gate, dude. They they had such a strong start. And I know the Patriots have had a, an interesting history of coming back from double digits, which is actually fascinating in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Jaguars fans, and I would imagine some of the fans in that stadium were probably like, damn, dude, because the Jaguars, bro, they were rolling, man. Oh, Kudos to them for not being intimidated by the Patriots, not being intimidated by the moment, for being coached up, prepared, and for bringing it. Now, finishing it's a different issue, but they they showed up to play a damn football game. They okay? Did. And that, that I think you have to give a certain degree of respect for, and I appreciated that. So, you know, they take a 7-3 lead. When they polish off a drive, they got a four a four yard touchdown to Mercedes Lewis on first and goal, a play action fake. Obviously, this team Beautiful. they can Beautiful run like champs. Uh, one thing I, I thought was interesting, particularly because there was a lot of Corey Grant in the first half, not so much in the second half. Uh, but Corey Grant gave him some nice pop, getting some nice chunk yardage in the first half. I, I don't know if he was in the witness <clears throat> protection program or what in the second half, but you know they were moving the ball, they were physical. And, you know, their, their next possession, man, Leonard, Leonard Fournette, when he powered that thing in for a four-yard touchdown on first and goal, it, I mean, it looked like he put his head down. He was like, I'm going to carry – I think it was Kyle Van Oy. And it's like he carried that dude on his head. <laughs> it just rolled that dude, steamrolled him into the end zone. And yet Matt Patricia's over on the sideline, like, just shaking his head. Like, damn, man. I mean, it's 14-3. to three, And you're like – Jacksonville bro. out-physicaled New England yeah. in that first half. Yeah, they I mean, were much more physical than they were in that first half. Yeah, I mean they they were they came out of the gates strong, which they needed they to were, do. Absolutely, which, and which they were they not afraid of the moment. Nope, Mm-mm. they were aggressive and they got after it. Mm-hmm. And whenever you play a team with a, a, when you're playing against Brady and Belichick, you cannot be afraid. If you're no. afraid, no. just just get out of here. You, Just go. You, you, what done. did we say the other week? No fear. I mean, you no you, you got to roll no fear, dude. I know it's not just a t-shirt slogan, man. You got to roll no fear, and you got to be ready to ball. And I have the, the old uh, Big Johnson shirts. That's right, old Big Johnson shirts, man. <laughs> um, and, and you know, and we can obviously talk about some some gripes with the officiating, but you know, the Jaguars left some things on the table. Right, oh, they they did. It, yeah. You know, when they have the ball, it's third and seven from the uh, from the Pats forty four, and it looks like Bortles is going to hit Lewis for a first down, but they get called for a delay of game penalty, and uh, you can talk about a long second, or maybe they don't normally call that crap, but dude, in the moment, it's the classic ESPN. Come on, man, how in the hell can y'all not get the playoff in time after a timeout? I, I mean. That's just that's fail buckets, and I yeah. I, I, some people are going to gripe about that even being called. I hear you. At the same token, at the same it token, zero. it was zero. You, you got to get that play off, dude. And then they follow that up. Not only do they not get the first down, Bortles gets sacked on the next play, and so they end up punting to the Patriots before 
the two-minute warning. And if it's any team, you don't want to give a couple of minutes to at the end of a half. You know, you cannot give New England a chunk of time at the end of it. You just can't. It's a t- it's, can't do it. Can't do, can't it. do it. Can't do it. So, you know, the Patriots get the ball. Brady throws the Gronk on first and 10, and he gets a face full of Barry Church. Now, Church led with his shoulder, absolutely, but that was clear helmet-to-helmet contact. Um, you know, they, they had to flag it. You know, that's not to me, that's not one of those where you go, oh, well, they shouldn't flag that thing. Dude, he hit him in the face. He, Gronk got a face full of boomstick on that one. Knocked him out for the rest of the game. Although, in the chat, we were all pretty confident that Gronk was going to come back. Uh, Shane, I don't know if you wrote it. It was something like, hey, man, like, how many fingers do you see? 69, Gronk's good to go. Come on back in. You know. <laughs> Twitter was more – and it, listen, I feel bad for Gronk. I, mm-hmm. I don't wish harm upon anybody. A concussion is, is no bueno. But Twitter was a riot mm-hmm. of wait, uh, how do you give Gronk a concussion test? Like, there's no way you can do this because, you know, Gronk, how many fingers? 69. Oh, he's good. He's good to go. He's he's great. You know, it's like you know, he's the fun, lovable guy. What was this thing? Yo soy fiesta. Did he, you know what I mean? Did he break that out? <laughs> I mean, but um, that would have been great. You know, he took a shot earlier. <clears throat> excuse me. Before that, mm-hmm. he took one in the ribs, and like normally you see guys get up and bounce up. He got up slow from that one too. Right. Like he 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 got hit well a couple of times like the jaguars were laying the lumber right grok and like, you he, know he, he's a big he, dude man and you know you he, got you got to play him tough man. you got to play him tough and and they certainly did that so from a strategic standpoint yeah go after if you have the defense that's able to stick a body on you know get some hats on him um clean legal uh then then you do it because you you need to. I mean, that, that obviously he's a huge weapon. He he's arguably the best tight end in, in the league. And Most you know, I mean, he's he's not only is he big, but he's got speed and he's got moves. You yes. know, so it, he's tough to deal with. So it's a huge win. You know, it sucks about the concussion, but it's a yes. huge win for the Jags on some level to get him out of the game. Okay, however you feel about the hit, for him to be knocked out. You know that that that's a plus for Jacksonville. Fair or not? I mean, just a, that's a plus for Jacksonville. Um, you know, you keep Church in the game, and, yeah. You know, and Church let it looked like he was trying to go shoulder to shoulder, and the way Gronk caught the pass, the head came down, and you know, it's head to head contact. Yeah. I mean, and, it, it's a bang bang play. I, I you know, I, I'm not going to say it was dirty, uh-huh. but I mean, at the end, of the, he still hit him in the face. I mean, you got to flag it. You, you, you did go bang bang, Justin. I know, I know. You, you get <laughs> keeping you honest, bro. What can I say, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a tough play. I mean it. It's the old uh, do you go low and cut them at the knee or go you know at at, at the chest? And, and most players will say either go chest or. Hit him high. high. Don't hit me low. Yeah, don't don't hit him low. I mean, he's already had an ACL, and you know what I mean. He's already had injuries from you know people people going so, low. I mean, majority of players are like just hit hit up. Yeah, you know? and, and Church and, did. Church did. That was a hard hit. That was a hard it, hit. It was. It was. He thought he was going to hit him clean. It didn't. It yeah. happens. You know, and we move on to yeah. Uh, 
probably the more controversial flag. I, I'd up. say extremely controversial, and that's Brady taking a deep shot to Cooks. And you got Boye and Cooks, man, just having some slap and tickle on that route. You know, clearly there's contact, and you know, we can get into a, an argument about you know how much was Boye looking for it. You know, arm bars, contact, run him out of bounds. Was the ball catchable? You'll hear lots of stuff about it, but it it, it happened right in front of the ref. It was enough that I understand the flag, but it wasn't enough that it required the flag. You get what I'm saying? Uh, in the moment, though, it certainly was beneficial to New England. I mean, it, it just absolutely was. And it can be you can make the argument, the old classic argument about just let them play. And that's a fair point. It's early enough in the game that you, you can't necessarily have the saltiness about the disparity in, in the calls yet. But that that's a tough break for Jacksonville. But that's definitely one that Boye... As he, you know, gets a little further in his career, he's going to play that. He's going to play that kind of situation better. And that's one of the things with New England is they're so veteran. They rep the hell out of stuff. And if they can find a way to gain an advantage somehow, you know, and take shots like that, they're going to do it. Again, I, I get the flag. I'm not saying it's 100% infallible, but I get it. And I also understand why a lot of people don't like it since they both had again slap and tickle along that route man but here's the thing that sets up uh that ends up setting up the Patriots I also to... felt like that was uncatchable and that was way. a lot of people said that but you know by the time that Cooks by the time Boye you know as they're slapping tickling Cooks out of the sideline he slows up you right. know so it ends up it, it looks like it's uncatchable but I, I think if he had obviously followed through all the way with you know just running full speed he would have been where the ball ended up anyway maybe he doesn't catch it but it, yeah he, he's so, a speedster so it, I, I give so, you that uh, yeah I mean I, I hear the uncatchable thing but he he pulled up a little bit when he got bumped out of bounds uh, when they're slapping tickling along the way of that route so I think it was catchable if that had, if, if he stayed at bounds and didn't pull up but I don't I hear that I hear that and that that's fair that's a fair point Fair point. I, I don't buy it, but it's a fair point. But here's the thing. <laughs> Patriots finish, finish off that drive with a one-yard touchdown run from James White on first and goal, and now it's 14-10, Jags leading. But this is one of those things. We talk about situational football, and this is where I'll give kudos to the Eagles because you saw this multiple times over them, you know, over the course of them winning these two games, is that when it was late in the first half, what did the Eagles do? They freaking went for it. All right, they were aggressive, and they got a you know they got a field goal, right? Both they times did. they got a field goal both times, if I remember correctly. Okay, and the Jaguars got fifty five seconds, two timeouts, and what do they do? Take a knee. I mean, to me, that's like the classic things that make you go, hmm. Can I can I play devil's advocate? Yeah, it's conservative. It listen. A, you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. B, do you say Jaguars or Jaguars? I don't know. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking a lot at this point. Say um, say it for me real quick. Jaguars. Jaguars. See, I say Jaguars. So you're Jaguar. Um. B. Blake Bortles is your quarterback. <laughs> no. I hear so, you. So here, here's the thing. You played a really good first half. You're going to get the ball to start the third quarter. Mm -hmm. I, I get the sentiment, but at the same time, it's one of those don't fuck it up. Yeah. 
I, I understand the aggressiveness, but if you fuck it up and give Tom Brady the ball, like you just ruined your entire first half. Because you know Brady's going to do something. Yeah, so, but they, they, they've been so physical. I mean, I'd at least like to have seen them take a shot. You know, whether that's, you know, give the ball to Fournette or, or maybe to Grant. Do something, right? Do something. I, I hear maybe you. you I get, hear maybe you. you get 20 or 30 yards. Look, I mean, it, like you, if, you, if you run, you get nothing. Or if you have a play action fit, you get nothing. Fine, take a knee, run out of there. But 55 seconds? How many times did the timeout? Patriots have at that point? Did the Pats have? I'm not sure. Uh, but the Jaguars I thought had they two. had at least a couple. If there was an incomplete pass, they could have called timeouts a couple of maybe, times. Maybe, maybe. Again, so it's conservative. I, I think that's that. That's kind of why they they played it that way. Right. Personally, but, but see, that's the point. I actually agree with that. You're you're a young team. Yeah. You're a running team. Your defense has played well. You've got the lead on the road at Foxborough. Yeah. You're playing the fucking Patriots. I mean. Yeah. You're, you're playing Tom effing Brady. You've yeah. got the lead. Take look, look, it. You can't. You, you the... can't drop fuck and then say Tom effing Brady. If you're gonna drop the f bomb, <laughs> go ahead and just <laughs> just go ahead and own that damn stuff, Shane. All right, Tom motherfucking Brady. There you go. <laughs> uh, go. Yeah. At this point, it, there's there's no debate. He is the goat. But you got that lead, and your quarterback is Blake Bortles. Dude, you're going to take that every time. See, if you I, can get I don't that. know, man. See, see, this is where I like what the Eagles have done, and and they stay I, aggressive. I, I agree with you. The Eagles had the home field. The, the Jaguars did not. I know. So I, that's I, I, right. That's where I. That's where I'm playing devil's advocate. I with hear you. you. Because like, I hear you. But but again, code, what did take the lead? What did we talk about? Kind of early in that that overwhelmingly you know ridiculous first segment where we didn't actually get to the games and one of the things we talked about is you know if you get up on the new england man you you got to try to finish them right and i I just i think my my because you know that new england's going to be in that kind of scenario they're going to be a second half team and they're going to make a run and so you have to do as much as you can to to step on them and keep them down you have to do as much as you can to put yourself in a position to win and I, I just would have liked a little bit more aggressiveness uh, out of them at the end of the half. You know, maybe if it was two minutes, maybe if they had another minute, they would have been a little bit more aggressive. I don't know. And, and obviously, it's it's rearview mirror, hindsight's twenty twenty, blah 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 blah. Ifs and buts, candy nuts. Every day is Christmas. Whoop whoop. I, I hear that, but you know, when you're talking about situational football, opportunity space, I think the Jaguars wasted an opportunity. If you know what, if there were twenty seconds left, I get it. But a minute, at least do at least do something. See what happens. Just run the damn ball. Have a screen pass. I don't know something. I, uh, I, I would have liked that. So look, I mean, at, look, look at this point though. Each the Patriots and, ja- and the Jaguars each scored four times. Okay, the Patriots got three touchdowns and a field goal. The the Jaguars two touchdowns, two field goals. I mean, there's your difference. Yeah, you know, you would you're. You're not used to this this kind of success if you're the Jaguars. Let's be honest. You're not used to this. Doug Marone is changing that culture. Okay, he's changing that culture. That's great, but in the moment, in the I, moment, I get bro. It, but I, no, it's Blake. It's Blake Bortles. Yeah, dude. but Come Blake on. Bortles has had a a decent 
Well, for him, he's had a very good playoff run. <laughs> he has, you know? but Come on. I, I, if he doesn't have that run game, man, I just don't trust him. Like That's if fine, I'm, but if they do Rumbles, have the run game. I want him game. to do five, six, seven-minute drives. I don't want him to do a one-minute one minute drive. Look, but he's had they've had some nice play-action bombs. They've had some nice chunk plays. They've been the aggressor. Uh, I, I just I just think it's a missed opportunity, and it cost them. That's my opinion. I, we can differ on it. We need to get to the second half. I just we, we do, we do, and I, and I, I'm with you. I would like to see them do that, but at the same time, it's Blake Bortles. Well, yeah, I hear you, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Right? And that's that's, 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 the, the, problem. that's the thing right there. Like, that's the that's, problem. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. So you get to the fourth quarter. The Jaguars tack on a field goal. It's twenty to ten. And, you know, when we talk about opportunity space and, you know, arguing about some calls maybe, um, th- there's some moments here, at, and this is one of them, okay? Patriots ball, first and 10 from their 45. They roll out the trickeration. Brady to Amendola. Amendola throws it back across the field to Deion Lewis. And it's looking like a big old nice game until Miles Jack gets up there in the mix, man. Strips the ball out. Lewis, you know, almost looks like he has it pinned against him as he goes to the ground. You know, almost. But here's the thing. Jack eventually rips that ball out of there, rolls over, and looks like he's going to get up and have arguably some clear space to take off and run the hell, run that sucker to hell in. Rest blow the play dead. Obviously, the argument there would be, you know, you're thinking it's down by contact. And this is clearly another one of those let's argue plays with, I mean, there are people that thought Jack wasn't down. There are people that thought Deion Lewis didn't fumble. And there are people that thought it was down by contact. There's people that said, well, you know what? Just let it go and then review it. And if there's a problem, then you overturn it. You know, that was a huge opportunity for Jacksonville because if if that turnover <laughs> and it, it stood with them not blowing the whistle and he runs that thing in, that's massive in that, you know, keep in mind, Jacksonville scored Good six play. points in the second half. So yeah. for, if, if he had been able to get up and run that thing in, that would have been monstrous, especially considering that, yes, they did keep the ball. Jacksonville kept the ball, but they did a big bunch of nothing with it, and they punted that sucker back to New England. So, you know. I mean, think about the momentum (laughs) shift just in general if he'd actually scored the touchdown, if they actually had let him go. Oh, monstrous. Monstrous. Especially considering how conservative Jacksonville's play calling was. Oh, that's the ball game. That's the ball game. That's it. It, it's a three-score game in the fourth quarter. It's over. Possibly, Sorry, Randy. Possibly, yeah. No, it's right, okay. Randy. I mean, but it, but it, it changes what that game is for sure. It, it absolutely does. It it, it absolutely given be, to be in the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, think about how significant you know that pick six was for the Eagles against Minnesota. You, you know, I mean, it just that team seemed entirely different after that pick six. So, had that play stood, you'd think that it changes the final outcome, but it certainly changes the nature of the fourth quarter because the Patriots are really, really just up against it at that point. Look, this is what ends up happening. <laughs> Patriots have the balls, third and 18, and they just start going clutch mode, dude. Third and 18 from the 25, Brady drops back, hits Danny Amendola for the first down. That was a clutch play, a clutch throw, and for damn sure a clutch catch. And I don't know, what, well, what, what, was, it about, that, what was it about Flea Flickers this weekend, by the way? 
Hey, dude, if you had the over on Flea Flickers, you probably won the weekend because there was three of them. I mean, I, uh, I feel like we go, like, entire weekends of football in the NFL without a Flea Flicker. Dude, you went months to weekend. <laughs> it was kind of a hoot, man. Three of them in the same weekend. Yeah. And, um, it was probably only three all season. Yeah. It, it, I mean, we'd have to, like, I don't know, track it somehow. But, I'm, ju- I'm just yeah. speculating. Yeah. Not a ton of them, so, but but three in one weekend was pretty wild. First and ten from the 41, Patriots broke out. The old flea flicker. White pitched it back to Brady, and, and old TB12, man, hit Dorsett over there. That's a name. What did he have, like five catches the whole season or something? I don't, I don't know at what least, he had. At least that trade paid off for one play. Yay, 31 yards and a first down. <laughs> yeah. But, look, it's first and goal from the nine. Brady hits Amendola on the crossing route for the touchdown. It's 20-17, to 17 and the pressure is ramping up on Jacksonville. And, yes. you know, again, this is this is that thing, man. You know, the Patriots are stone cold on this stuff, dude. They believe they're going to win. And if it gets in your head, if you're the yeah. opponent and it's in your head, that's a problem. And that's why I like Jacksonville being the aggressor and not kind of, you know, backing off. Look, I understand the, the the criticisms of Bortles, but you know what? You rot it as as hard as you can. As long as, that sounds kind of dirty, but you rot it as hard as you can. As hey long now. as you can. Hey, hey, B- Big Johnson shirt. Here you go. Ride it hard. Ride say. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! But you know the Jaguars get the ball back. It's a little over five minutes, and that, again, it's just a bag of nopes, dude. <laughs> Blake McNabb. Has that grounder on third and ten, man? It's a, it, it, Jacksonville, man, they have three straight punts, dude. Three straight punts, and again, it's, some of that is a credit to the the Patriots' defense. Some of that might maybe is a criticism for Bortles, but it's a little bit of both. It's a, it's a little bit of both, but you know, again, part of the issue here is creating opportunity, and yeah. you know, whether it's field position, whether it's turnovers, whether it's defense, whatever it is, man. Find a way. Find a way to get yards. Find a way to, 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 to just keep creating opportunity. You know, Amendola pops off a 20-yard punt return, which you go 20 yards, that's not a big deal. But in the context of that moment, it was big because it got him down nearly to the 30, or right around the 30. And, you know, the Patriots ball again. James White pops off a nice game, gets the Patriots in the red zone. They finish off that drive uh, on second and goal from the four. Brady hits Amendola in the back of the end zone. And old Danny boy, man, just jumping up, stretching out. You know, getting that ball and and just getting both feet in bounds. You know, Justin, did that touchdown get any Titanic treatment at all? No, and it damn well deserved it. It, it should have gotten it. It should have. So the, pa- <laughs> the Patriots take a twenty-four to twenty lead with two fifty-six uh, left on the clock, and I swear to you, I'm, I'm sitting here watching this game going, Jacksonville's got time. Yep. Jacksonville's got time. Come on, y'all. I mean, now granted, I picked the Patriots and I wanted, you know, and where I was, it was funny. People were like, "You want the Patriots to win?" They looked at me like, <laughs> like that, like they were disgusted with me. By the way, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> I was like, "My friend Mark put sixteen on Jacksonville. I want the Patriots to win." <laughs> Hell yeah! They were like, "Do you have money on this game?" I was like, "No, I don't." But it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I was always all about it. I just kind of chuckled. But look, the Jaguars have the ball a little over two minutes on the clock. They've got time. They've got timeouts. And, you know, uh, <laughs> it's second and two. And Bortles hits D.D. Westbrook for a 29-yard game. But he gets, 
you know, it's the classic case of getting taken out by the turf monster. <laughs> um, you know, they get you, man. And then Bortles is oh so close to hitting Fournette on a wheel route. He had, you know, he had a little bit of a step on the defender plus open space. I don't know that he would have gotten away from the defender, but had Bortles, but had Bortles placed that ball better, you know, Fournette should have brought that in and they would have been in a prime position. But here's the thing. And I love the memes, by the way, about the only Steeler going to the Super Bowl is James Harrison. It cracks me up. Um, but it, it's so it's so Patriots, right? It's so Patriots to have these guys sign them and like they they show up in these moments, right? Second and ten from the thirty eight, and old big old James Harrison gets up in there and helps bring Bortles down with Van Noy, who got embarrassed earlier in the game. But Van Noy and and Harrison are there in this moment. Ball pops out. Yeah, the Jaguars recover, but they lose a bunch of yardage. And then, look, it's 4th and 14. The Jags go for it. They have to. Uh, Bortles scrambles on, under the pressure. It, you got Harrison again getting up uh, you know, in his business. And he steps up, throws downfield to, West, to Westbrook. But, you know, Stephon Gilmore is there with that outstre- I mean, that beautiful play, that leaping, outstretched hand, tipping that ball away. And, you know, it's funny. They showed a replay of him doing that to New England when he played it with Buffalo. And it looked yeah. it looked exactly the same, but that was a big time defensive play, leaping into the air and and, and breaking that thing up. Uh, and at that point, the Patriots grind out the clock. They pick up a first down, and I thought for a moment that the Jaguars might get the ball back, and then Deion Lewis went went ahead and just shut that down on third and third, yeah. third nine, dude. Pop that thing out of there. It's the old classic game over. Yeah, but I mean, look. Patriots had 14 unanswered points. The Jaguars had six points in the second half. They just they, they just didn't do enough. And understand this. Tom Brady, in the fourth quarter, 138 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, it's just you know, funny. It's just, just funny, dude. It's... You cannot leave the door cracked for that team. You can't. And if the Eagles are just sitting there watching this thing, and, you know, the Eagles, you could make a reasonable argument that the Eagles at this point – are kind of close to what the Jaguars are. All right? You've got, yeah. you know, I, I would take Foles over Bortles, to be fair. Well, I, I and, would, and here's but, the thing. If Foles is in this game, I actually think the Eagles are favored in this game if Foles is the quarterback. Um, I, I think he's worth that, that that many points to that team. You mean, Mark, wake up. <laughs> but, I mean, Foles is a good backup but he's not or excuse yeah Foles is not um I think what you're trying to tell me is that Foles is not a starter but that doesn't mean he doesn't have game man <laughs> the struggle oh is re- the struggle is real McGuffin holy crap all right all right all right how, how about this how about this Mark yes sir Mark how given given this game we can talk about the refs. That's that's fair commentary. But how did the Jaguars f this up? So I, you know, honestly, the ref talk I talk about as a, a bitter fan. But um, as um, and and I mean, I'm not pretending that I'm you know a lifelong Jags fan, but just a, a fan of winning. Um, anybody to beat the Patriots? Uh, just, just I want to see some freaking fresh blood in there, and the Super Bowl. So, um, but but when I'm putting on the sports we're at, and uh, I'm supposed to be you know a relatively intelligent uh, sports fan and, and sports commentator, um, 
Well, there, there were there were some rest, re, ugh, questionable ref moments. Uh, nothing that I feel like determined the game. So how did they have that up? Um, it's a lot of head scratching for me because I mean, going into the game, and I this isn't rocket science, but what I kept repeating to to, to, to Megan, who certainly watched the game with me, was, you know, Jaguars need to get off to a hot start, give themselves some confidence. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Get off to a phenomenal hot start. You know, get 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 the the crowd a little shook up. Um, you know, get gets uh get their get everybody believing. All right, all yep. right, this team you know, came to do it. I mean, you know, if if you know before the weekend we were talking about games that we were expecting to be, or we, we were hoping for two great games, but I'd certainly say if we felt like one was going to be out of hands, it would be you know the Patriots stomping the Jaguars. I mean that that certainly uh, I don't think anybody would have. Yeah, or anybody here would have predicted that if there was going to be an absolute beatdown and a pretty abysmal game, it was going to be on the other side. Yeah, maybe if, not, Bort- not- if Bortles had a meltdown in the turnover fest, you know what I mean? You exactly. could have seen that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, for for me, in, in terms of most significant, and, and, and maybe I'm harping on this too much, but I just I hated the way that they they did absolutely nothing after getting the phenomenal you know fumble i mean mm-hmm. to me that that's uh, you're 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 correctly saying i mean you, you got to have that mentality of, of you know putting a team away they absolutely did not have that there when they needed to yeah. that that should have that that for quality teams top top tier teams teams that, that would make it to the super bowl when you get the ball back like that and, and have the opportunity to truly put a team away. I, I don't know how much, but I, mean, I want to say they, they maybe took, I mean, I know they didn't get a first down. They took maybe a minute and a half to two minutes. Not, off the even, clock. not, not even, not even, not even just, just a bizarro way too conservative, you know, series of plays there and, and punt it away. And so what could have been just a huge boon for them and, and, and really, you know, put themselves close to being in the driver's seat to, to, to win in this thing, it goes nowhere. And and, and so that's, you know, if, if I'm really pinpointing one key moment, that, that's what I kept coming back to. I, yeah. I just, I mean, amazing play um, to, to get to get the fumble. And, I mean, you know, where where the, the Patriots, you know, definitely felt like they were, you know, smelling blood and, you know, th- th- they were about to be back in the driver's seat. I mean, that could have been so deflating and so you know Uh-oh. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> didn't intend that but you know what win for me it's a it's a great point because when you get that turnover by miles jack i mm-hmm. mean that's that's when you're like okay if ever there was a time now is the time for you guys to step up and take over this game, and they didn't do jack squat. Wow! As Chris Farley would say, as Chris Farley would say, I bet I have that. Or I bet I have that somewhere here for you. Thank I bet you, I do. Oh, oh, oh! Wait a second. What? Yeah. Well, Lottie, freaking God! Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably gonna find out as you go out there. You're not going to amount to Jack Squat! <laughs> I'm saying and singing on the sidelines. That's right. 
Like, I got stitches in my hand. If you ain't gonna do it now, you ain't ever gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and again, that's the thing that separates them out. It, it, you know, it's it's these moments. It's these moments. Mental, and, mental toughness. Yeah. I, I think has to be a stat that very few people have. Tom Brady has mental toughness, and he nothing rattles this dude. Like, unless you can get pressure up the middle with your front four and can throw him off his game, mm-hmm. forget about it. Well, it, it's even – and the thing is with them, and you can do it for the majority of the game, but if you just – if you get a little tired or a little bit gassed or whatever it is – if you start giving them windows of opportunity, I mean, that's just, they're a dangerous team to give any kind of chance to. You have to finish them, and you have to finish them over the course of the whole damn game. Uh, again, look, you have to, you have to on some level, you have to out-coach them, you have to out-work them, you have to outsmart them, you have to out-luck them, you gotta out you know what I mean? You have to outdo I'll them, because, because that team, that team, and remember some of the comebacks they've had. To be down, to, I mean, God bless. They, they they were down twenty eight to freaking three, and they won that damn game. So if you don't believe the Patriots are going to scrap and claw the entire way through a freaking game, your ass is wrong. Because they are going to scrap and claw the whole damn. I mean, they just are, dude. You yeah. have to you you <laughs> what you want to call it blood in the water? <laughs> call it that, man. If you want to go Sharknado, like the you know what? Honestly, here in Richmond, they really should film the next Sharknado movie here. Because God bless, they should, dude. A Sharknado RVA edition. It should happen here because we can have snow on the ground one day. It can be seventy degrees, and then it can be cold as balls again. This place is nuts. All right, we deserve Sharknado here in Richmond for sure. And each shark. Uh, drinking different beers from each brewery. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, drunk, that, drunk Sharknado. Yeah, that's drunk what we need. Sharknado. Drunk sharks yes. flying through the air. Oh, my hey, God. Hey, Sharknado, if you just heard this, call us. Yeah, we'll, we'll be glad. I don't know who would die first. Uh, I volunteer Whitfield. <laughs> <laughs> Is he even awake? I have no idea. At- Probably not. <laughs> He's out. He's no, done. Yeah, he might be. That's okay. It's late for him, man. It's it's like one one fifteen in the morning. It, it's it's late for him. But it, if only just, he could turn back time. I know. You, you just can't look. I mean, it, here's the thing. It, it, when you talk about the most fourth quarter comebacks in the Super Bowl era, Brady has eight. You know. You know who's behind Brady? It's like uh, someone with four or five. Montana with five. Yeah. Bradshaw has four. Elway has four. Ma- Eli Manning has four, and Russell Wilson has four. This is the this is Brady's thirty first career win after trailing by ten plus points. It's the most in the NFL since two thousand. Tom Brady has eleven career postseason game winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime, and they've won their last four playoff games when trailing by double digits at any point in the game. So Justin. Yeah. You're telling me that no other quarterback has been able to shake off deficits like Tom Brady. Bruh. Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No. No. They haven't. 
ultimately the biggest takeaway here is that with the second half, mm-hmm. Jacksonville played not to lose rather than let's, you know, fuck it, we'll do it live. Let's go balls <laughs> deep. Let's actually try to yeah. do something here like they did against Pittsburgh. That's what I don't get. Where was that mentality? Yeah. Because they had to be aggressive against Pittsburgh. And see, that's that's a fair point. You know, that mentality, that approach, because, you know, Pittsburgh was, I mean, Pittsburgh came storming, storming back, dude. They, <laughs> they came storming back. Uh, and, and again, that's what that that's the thing where you just have to. And that's one of the things that the Patriots have on people is this. It gets into their heads. Yeah. It gets into their heads that the Patriots are going to come back on them. And I think that's real. Now, maybe the Eagles, because you, look, you got Blunt, you got Long, you know, and they've got some they've got some grizzly old tough dudes. I mean, Fletcher Cox is a freaking beast. You know, they they got some tough players on that team, but you know, that's you have you <laughs> you have to find a way to mentally beat the Patriots. You might physically beat up on them, but mentally they will you know, they're going to mess with you, and you have to overcome that. You have to overcome that. And, you know, Jacksonville just didn't get it done. They could have gotten it done. I, they were, a, you know, a, a hop, skip, and a jump, a ifs and buts, or candy and nuts. A, I mean, what? I mean, they were just, you know, so close to being able to get that done, but they didn't. And that's that's the dilemma with them. That's the challenge with them. Uh, and and we'll, see, we'll see how the Eagles go at it. Uh, Mark, I know, I know you got a ripcord out at some point. We're probably past your expiration date anyway. So, um, realistically, takeaways from this game, and uh, do you want to go ahead and call your shots for the Super Bowl? Uh, we might revisit this next week, but uh, yeah, I, I, sure. I want to I be able to get you out of here, uh, you know, relatively fresh on your own terms. Um, and then, you know, certainly a little, a little betting insight, if you would. Uh, and I think the line opened at six, maybe five and a half or six, obviously with the Patriots, but, um, and the Eagles underdogs yet again, which I don't think they give a crap. I think they're perfectly fine being the underdogs, given the way this postseason has gone for them. Uh, right. but it, you know, takeaways and then kind of projecting forward with, uh, Philadelphia. Absolutely. Um, uh, I will say, yeah. I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time on the betting uh, side. Usually, I wait till the week of looking yeah, more, a more, uh, more closely. But uh, certainly, I'm here next week. We'll have a you know film with the uh, film with props. I know I've heard uh, Vegas putting out like 400, 400 different uh, props out there. So, is there a prop bet uh, about an Eagles fan fighting a horse? There should be. There should be. A <laughs> uh, lot, a lot of uh, combination ones with uh, with. Olympics, which makes sense. Anyway, um, yeah, line looks like uh, at least for me for Bavada, Bavada right now it's it's actually like even five. Wow, um, so it's a very, very random number, but that that'll that'll fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I I think it lands it lands on six, but uh, it's a takeaway from this game. I mean, <laughs> I'll need a shower, but you know, give 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 <laughs> you, you, you either you. Don't understand football, or you give Brady his due, and and so I, I have to give Brady his due. I mean, you know, who knows exactly how full strength the hand was and how much it, it, it hurt him, but in terms of the, the caliber and quality of his play, yeah, you, you sure as hell didn't see it, and especially in the ends during the comeback plays, the 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 winning touchdown pass. I mean, just 
near perfection. I mean, I, I, I it kills me to say it, but uh, did you? Uh, only because I, I, I want to play this for you in case you didn't hear it. Did, did you see the thing in the post game presser where uh, they were asking Belichick about Brady's hand? Because <laughs> I, 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 I think open heart surgery, yeah, baby. dude. This yeah. is this is by far one of the best, one of the best deals. There you go. The resourcefulness of Tom dealing with something like that midweek and then coming out and playing playing a huge game like that. I mean, look, Tom did a great job, and he's a tough guy. We all know that, all right? But I mean, I'm not talking about open-heart surgery here. <laughs> it's just like, it's so bad. It's so them, isn't it? We're, we're not talking about open heart surgery. I mean, like just deadpan as hell. We're not talking about open heart surgery here, guys. <laughs> He's sitting there like, bro. I know. Tom, Tom's okay. He's looking he like, the dude. Bel- it, it's not open heart surgery. Belichick's out there looking like Edward Scissorhands prepped that sweatshirt for him. And he's just dropping, like, that blast. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he might as well just have F-O-H on his shirt. <laughs> yeah. And just deadpanning that to the, uh, to the reporter. I uh, mean, it's, it's so Belichick. It's so it's, Belichick. It's so them. On the Cincinnati. It's just so them. We're, we're on to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Anyway, keep going, Mark. I don't... <laughs> um. Uh, I mean that, that that's that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, uh, Brady Brady uh, Brady certainly. I mean, n- no matter what he does now or the rest of his career, however much longer he's got, two years, um, two more. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I think, you know, personally, I I still have a, a slight affinity more for Montana, but I mean Brady. I mean, I, I don't know how anybody could not put him at least in the, their top. Uh, Top top three, you know, between uh, you know, Mister Mister Peyton Manning, Montana, and himself, and um, and then 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 you know, I, I yeah, I just he 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 had to be so on point to lead this comeback because I mean, you know, no matter what, you know, that that Jacksonville defense is, is filthy. I mean, that that's certainly what they get to look forward to, you know, moving along. Yeah, you know, certainly, I think you know, the offense, Jacksonville offense, you know, outperformed. Oh, I mean, I shouldn't say think. I mean, clearly they outperformed probably all season long, and good, good, good on them. Uh, but that that defense is, <laughs> they're scary good. Yeah, uh, they're they're extremely fun to watch. They're scary good, and so you know that that's that's what Jacksonville gets to look forward to 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 bringing back back around. Um, so uh, Brady Brady had to be on point to to do what he did, and you know I. <laughs> Every single moment, I thought, "All right, there's an opening. There's, there's, you know, a chance for Jacksonville to 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 to, to still win this." You know, Brady comes up with the perfect pass, or Brady comes, you know, comes up with the the, the perfect moment to you know, just barely get the first down. Uh, just, you know, he's just so methodical, and um, so you know, uh, let's get forward to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I think the Eagles clearly will, will relish being the underdog. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that one one no. bit. I don't think they give um, a crap. I think oh. they're. I think they're. Ha- I think they're glad they're the underdog. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I like teams that have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I like them, but um, <laughs> um, no, I, I totally get it. And so, um, I, I stick to stick to the you know of course uh, it's you know fantasy world I, I I wish wish we could see what 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 might happen if uh, if, if Carson was back there, 
but um, I'm hoping for a great game. Um, I certainly, uh, I certainly think that um, the Eagles can keep up. Um, absolutely, but um, you know, I, I'll, I'll save my pick for next week. No, that's okay. That's fine. I mean, you know, we can again. You know, we have a lot of time left. I would say this, like the. I think the Eagles are going to have to grind a little bit more against New England than they did against. I mean, like Minnesota gave up some really, really big, big plays, and Foles historically, when he was a starter, and uh, I, I think I have some notes written on it, but uh, just going off the top of my head, like he's fairly productive and efficient with like the like as a deep ball passer, right? And Minnesota, yeah. I mean, they torched Minnesota in some different capacities. <clears throat> Uh, and some of that was momentum. Some of it was just big play turnarounds, points off turnovers. I don't know. I don't believe that New England will be as susceptible to some of those big plays. I think New, you know Philadelphia is going to have to grind on them. Uh, maybe they get one or two of those big, nice shots, and he can take it. Maybe we'll see. I don't think that you know New England secondary is going to be peaking in Nick Foles like Minnesota was. I don't. And that's one of the things, dude. Game plan, coaching, bro. It blows me away that they made some of the mistakes that they made, uh, and the yeah, Eagles were yeah. just right to take advantage of it. Uh, I, I just don't get it. But in game, if 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 they get them early, New England will find a way to take it away as the game progresses. Right? I mean, that's what you'd think. So Philadelphia, if they get up on them, just they they have to they have to keep going at them, dude. And that's what one of the things I like about what they did against Atlanta, against Minnesota, late in the half, they went for it, and Jacksonville didn't. And I I really do believe that 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 is is a slice of that game that cost them. Right. We, can th- we can talk about being conservative and protecting the lead, but that's I just I think that's a mistake against New England, and I don't know that Philadelphia makes that mistake if they get up i think philly keeps hammering and it it, you know this is the kind of game that i I believe the eagles can win but they have to they have to go at new england from the start to the finish right they have to underdog that thing they got a raw underdog that thing all the way through (laughs) you know what i mean they have to they have yep. to. They got to play hard. They got to play heavy. They got to be aggressive. They got to be willing to go for it. Um, you know, and if, if if they swing at it and they don't get it done, then I think that's the kind of team that'll say we gave the best we had to you and we yeah. did not leave it on the table. And that that's what I think is going to bother Jacksonville is they're going to feel that they, they left plays and they left moments on the table. Philadelphia, I don't think will make that mistake. Right. I don't think they will. If New England still gets it done, it's a credit to New England. And if Philadelphia, you go down, you go down swinging. Yeah, and if Philadelphia, if Philadelphia, God bless, if they can find a way to pull this damn thing off. I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, it is the whole, you know, it's rocky, right? <laughs> I mean, is are the Eagles rocky and like the Patriots are Drago? Is that what this is? At this point, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh you know, or Mr. T. Or Mr. T. Who's Apollo Creed? <laughs> you know, I mean, just it. Look, it would. It, it obviously would be the ultimate Rocky feel-good story. Well, I mean, if you like the Eagles and you love Rocky, we. I think we all probably like Rocky. 
for them to get it done would be insane. So I like the Eagles' heart. I like the Eagles' heart in going at it. Uh, but you, you got to finish them, man. You got to finish them. I this to me sets up to be a really interesting, compelling Super Bowl. I hope it delivers. I really do. Uh, Mark, I know you got to bounce. Actually, I think I got a baby crying, so I might have to at least deal with deal with the baby for a minute. Um, oh, say it again. Said, "Oh, Chloe." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, oh, not, not, it's not Whitfield, okay. No, it's, it's not Whitfield. <laughs> Whit, Whit, Whitfield already cried himself to sleep with the tears, with the tears of, of Packers fans uh, across the nation. That's okay. Vikings fans get to cry right with them, too. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of living in a van down by the river. Yeah. You tell them. You tell them. <laughs> Oh man! Although uh, I guess on your on your exit on your exit, let's see. I think I have this thing set. Uh, our buddy, random side note. I like how uh, portions of Boston band Philly cheesesteaks, cream cheese, and bald eagles into the last <laughs> of the Super Bowl. That would made me laugh. Uh, Mark, I know you're big on Alexa. Uh, I think Alexa's on your side here. By the Alexa, way, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I'm flying with the Eagles on this one because of their relentless defense and the momentum they've been riding off yeah. their underdog status. E A G L E S. Hear that? Eagles. E A G L E S. Eagles. Nice. <laughs> Amazon smart home device right here. I can't say its name or it will answer. Made her pick. <laughs> Listen again. Alexa, I do like that. Who will win the Super Bowl? I'm flying with the Eagles on this one because of their relentless offense and the momentum they've been riding off their underdog status. E A G L E S. I feel like I have to ask Alexa now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I think you definitely should. We'll have to revisit that. We'll have to find out what Alexa's pick. We'll have to find out Alexa's pick for the Super Bowl. I think that's uh, that's pretty legit. I was trying to find this one thing. I don't know if I can actually find the audio. It was it was our. That random Eagles fan that goes bananas from time to time, or from time right. to time. Where is that dude? Oh, I can't well, believe if, I if, if I if I ask Alexa and she goes in the opposite direction, she may not be welcome to this household anymore. So. See, oh, oh, so you're going to be careful with that one? Oh, I, mean, I may need to be. Hmm. I, I, I love I love me some Alexa. I don't want to have to get rid of her. But <laughs> so what if she took if she took. The Patriots, you'd have to ditch Alexa? That's cold, bro. I don't think, I don't Wait, so, so you're going Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You chose poorly. <laughs> exactly. You know who chose poorly? <laughs> Marlon Humphrey chose poorly. Arrested for stealing an Uber driver's phone charger. Way to go. Oh, my gosh. Get the hell out of here, dude. Come on, man. Ravens rookie quarterback Marlon Humphrey, yeah, arrested in Alabama on robbery charges for taking a phone charger. Mo, Mo, Moron. Moron, dude. Oh, how can I not find old? I think it's like, what is it, EDP 55 or something goofy like that? Oh, man, that's a bummer. I was hoping to play play that garbage for you. That's a bummer. Oh, well. What an idiot. All right. Yeah, well, I, I, had, I had better ripcord myself out of here. All right, man. All right, go All ahead. Man. Go ahead. And, yeah, go ahead and do that, dude. We will catch you. Obviously, we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll, we will revisit the picks uh, next week. I look forward to hearing, uh, you know, where you're going to go with that. 
obviously I think you're going to lean Eagles. I, I figure if nothing else, you're going to take the Eagles to cover, but uh, I have a sneaking suspicion you're going to roll with the Eagles to uh, to pull this thing off. It's very possible. But, Rolling. Uh, everybody knock a few shots back for my birthday on Saturday. Will do. All right, folks. All my right. birthday's on Monday, so everybody take double shots. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! That sounds like yeah, a good, yeah, buddy. good time to me. All right. Oh, here you go. Actually, I got it. This is, this is here's your walk off, Mark. Here's our okay. buddy EDP four forty five, and this was his response. Oh, I did have it said. It just uh, I had it on a different page. My bad. My bad. Wow. This was uh. Well, yeah, I had to reload. Right. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitches. This is him talking to the Vikings fans. dude so ruthless that guy again if there's anybody that'll make uh anyone else pull for the patriots it's eagles fans <laughs> all right mark go get some sleep dude go get some sleep later, i'll catch you a little bit later man good night bro night folks all right late night all right uh let me go check on let me go check baby situation here real quick all right uh that was just like a little little quick break had to had to squeeze that in there but uh yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> squeeze it in there, man. That's what she said. By the way, uh, speaking of squeezing it in there, man, Sausage Party, if you haven't seen that, that's a weird freaking movie, dude. Holy moly. That's a weird movie. God. I decided to watch that. That that was a strange one, man. So you're going to have to like perverse humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that's, I, I, I would... Imagine that people that listen to this podcast will have perver- perverse humor. So, yes, you know. they will have perverse humor. Yes, they will. Say <laughs> that shit right, man. <laughs> Jesus. So, no, it's all it's good, man. So, uh, look, I, I, at the end of the day, I, I'll ask you the same thing. Like, you know, I don't know if you have any, any any difference with that, but but how did the Jags, you know, guys, how did the Jags f that up? I think the Patriots won the game more than the the Jags lost it. So you feel uh, more it, like the like the Patriots took it from them. Yeah, I, it just it just listen. They were not ready for that moment, and they mm-hmm. played as well as they could play. I, I for a team that was three and thirteen last season. Yep. And with a lot of the players this year, were you know what ten and six, and then won a couple playoff games. You're playing Tom freaking Brady in the championship game on the road, and you're 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 a double digit lead in the fourth quarter. You know, and they just they held you down, and the and the Tom Brady led a couple of touchdown drives in the fourth quarter. I mean, look. What? They clutched up, man. They clutched up. They, they, they did, and I just, I think you just give the Patriots more credit for doing what they do. By the way, and i want to I want to give Matt Patricia congratulations and kudos for hugging the Grinch out of Belichick at the end of that game. There, <laughs> I love the memes. Oh, that, that was that. fun. That was that was fun, man. Belichick shows emotion. 
instantly regrets it. Yeah, instantly regrets. And uh, again, I still think it's great that that Belichick <laughs> rolled to the post game presser in like an opioid crisis sweatshirt. <laughs> I mean, looking like Edward Scissorhands. I'm telling you, it looks like Edward Scissorhands is that man's tailor, just slicing or Freddy Krueger. Man, that the, that sweatshirt was all kinds of jacked up, but. You know, again, you know, keep in mind, Brady and Belichick, this is their eighth Super Bowl appearance, the most by any quarterback coach duo in NFL history. Uh, It's the Patriots' tenth Super Bowl appearance, the most in NFL history. And random fun factoid, the Jaguars are 0-8 all-time on the road versus the Patriots. Obviously, that includes the playoffs. Um, You know, obviously, when when you get into stats like that, it includes, like, a whole different eras. It's just kind of like one of those ones that's like random and bizarre. But uh, yeah, for the Jaguars to go from three and thirteen to being on the cusp of the Super Bowl, I mean that's a hell of a turnaround. And I it's think amazing. yeah, it's, their window look, is opening. They have to decide their quarterback situation. Yes, but their window is opening, and that defense and that run game and Tom Coughlin are gonna you know and Marone uh, are gonna set them up for a window of success. What they do with it is up to them. But yes. they learned some lessons from the master, you know what I mean, or the masters in this the Jedi, yeah, yes. the the, Jedi Je- the Jedi masters <laughs> in this game, and and that's true. Um, it truly, yes. And maybe it, you it think truly- maybe you think Belichick is actually the backstory of Snoke. That's okay. I'd buy that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd buy that. But that being said. You know they're gonna they're gonna that's a lot of lessons for a young team in this game, and I I I would think that they apply those going forward, which is probably gonna be uh, tough sledding because you know it, it's funny we piled on that division, but you know I like the Vrabel hire in Tennessee. Uh, obviously, I like Deshaun Watson in Houston. We'll see what McDaniel's uh, does with Indy if if Andrew Luck is right, but. That is suddenly looking like a pretty damn competitive division with some good football teams, man. I I, I agree. You know, but but, there's there's a lot of teams at this point that are kicking themselves passing on to Sean Watson. Hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Now, he's got to get healthy and get right. Same thing with Wentz. Uh, Uh, But but that was. I think he will. Yeah, that was a a stunning run. (sighs) We'll see how that plays out. I guess some wrap-up thoughts as we start to close this thing out. Look, I- I'm glad the Vikings fans had some fun rocking that skull chant on, you know, the old proverbial Rocky Steps <laughs> and in Mall of America. Uh, but obviously by the time y'all got your asses kicked and you have not the skull chant, but the Foles chant, <laughs> and the Eagles fans are doing the clap and going Foles. <laughs> Foles. I, yeah. You know, Foles. I mean, they just... I don't think I don't think the light poles needed Crisco. I think Vikings fans may have needed the Crisco. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they, they they took it, bro. They took it. They had to. I did yeah. like I did like this one article from the Onion. Uh, this one in particular made me laugh. The Onion's usually good for a couple of fantastic ones, and it said 87 percent of Eagles home crowd listening to the NFC Championship game on car radio after getting thrown out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was, I thought it was great, man. Snowballing uh, it, yeah. So. Uh, but you know, by the time you're fighting horses and brawling in a parking lot, and you know, again, we joked around about it. But if there's anybody that can can make people root for the Patriots, it's Eagles fans. <laughs> uh, so I look at it like this: Remember that video of that guy that was in the subway 
at running down, and then he like totally got crushed by the uh, support pole. <laughs> he wiped that out. That was fucking hilarious. That was uh, decapitated that... by the train. He's lucky he didn't die. Maybe. But Did you I, see the reverse angle on that? He's I, lucky he didn't get decapitated. Yeah, he could have gotten seriously hurt. And uh, that that was really bad. Oh yeah, like like I get I get it's funny, mm-hmm. but like oh, it's I've, funny. I've, I've that, never seen the reverse angle. That, it's for damn sure funny. Oh! Homeboy could have been decapitated. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the fact that he's running full board, looking like he's trying to catch the train, and then he just doesn't even pay attention and slams right into a pole. Come on, how do you not laugh? F O H. Here's the deal, man. I Sam hope. Jackson. Well, yes, Sam Jackson, man. Check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> no, you're a smart motherfucker. That's right. Nope. Obviously not. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Yes. Yes, no, you did. No, that pole did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. So fantastic, man. So th- this is how I look at the Super Bowl, man. I want, like, the Eagles fans to be trucking like that dude, and, like, the Patriots are that pole <laughs> that took that guy out, man. You know what I'm saying? Correct, Mundo. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. Uh, that trophy case zero, huh? Yeah, I want that trophy case to stay zero point zero. Point zero. <laughs> yeah. I pity the fool tries to use it. That's right. I pity the fool. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb, man. No, he, here's the thing. Here's the th- Eagles stay at zero. If you, the, get, you can get close to the Redskins. Well, this is <laughs> this is how I look <laughs> at it, man. You know, if, if the Eagles get this done. If the Eagles manage to win this Super Bowl, uh, that is a massive, massive uh, credit to them uh, because you know, the Patriots are, are are they're that team, you know they're just that team. And if you beat them in this situation, you've earned it. And so I will give I will give Dap respect, props, love, whatever to Philadelphia. Um, if they manage to get that done, granted they might burn down the city in the process. Either way, they might burn down the city. Either way, uh, they really might. Pretty, um, are Philly fans. Yeah, they are Philly fans. So until you do it, it's the same thing I said about Jacksonville. Man, going against New England, you just you, you have to do it in the biggest moment. I I, I think one thing that gives a smidge uh, of of an edge to Philadelphia that. Jacksonville didn't have is that they have a couple of guys that played with New England and Chris Long, man, good player. Um, and I, I, I love the fact he was barking at the fans. That was fun. The dog mask things, it's just fun. But he understands you got LeGarrette Blunt, the hammer, and, and you have Chris Long, both veterans, both guys that have been through it, both guys that have rings from New England. And so they, they know what that team is and and the Eagles teammates should listen to Blunt and listen to Long you know what I'm saying when it comes to dealing with New England um and if they're gonna beat them they have to finish it's gotta be like the fatality in Mortal Kombat you know what I'm saying yeah totally thinking that Mortal Kombat (laughs) you you have to finish them I mean Lane Johnson uh obviously dropped a pretty boy blast on Tom Brady um he said quote Obviously, this was after the the Eagles were installed as uh, five and a half point underdogs in the Super Bowl, and he said, "Pretty toy, uh, pretty toy, 
pretty boy uh, for Giselle, maybe uh, pretty boy Tom Brady <laughs> would, <laughs> would like nothing more to dethrone that guy, you know, and and that's really what it is. If the Eagles get it done, they have dethroned not only the Super Bowl champion, but one of the best teams of of our lifetime, certainly. Um, and this is probably one of the best teams, however long all of us live, this is probably one of the best teams we will ever see. And I mean that not just on a singular year basis, but over a period of time to, to do what they've done over the duration of Tom Brady's career, of Belichick's career, of them together is just, it's just incredible. I mean, they're like batting 500 to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, and it's easy to take it for granted. It's easy to hate on them. But I do believe once Brady does retire, whenever that is, uh, and Belichick does retire, I don't know what New England will be like after them, but uh, I think the totality of their accomplishments are one of those things that if you lived through it, you will remember it your entire life. You might hate them, but you will remember them. You know what I mean? Uh, and also, like, random side note, uh, Bud Light said they would honor Lane Johnson's promise. And this is what Lane Johnson said in August. He said, quote, I have a lot to prove to this city. I think if we have a few, uh, I think if we have a few big years and make the playoffs, if we win a Super Bowl, I'm giving out beer to everybody. Yes, that's a lot of beer. And so somebody at Bud Light saw that, and they, 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 they obviously went at uh, or messaged at Lane Johnson. They said, let's make a bet. Win it all, and the party's on us. Deal? And they plan on honoring it. Awesome. They wrote, uh, obviously, you know, now that the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> they basically said, Bud Light has not forgotten about our commitment to Lane Johnson, the Eagles in the city of Philadelphia. We will be sharing plans soon, but in the interest of not jinxing the team ahead of their upcoming games, we will not unveil any plans at this time. We wish the Eagles the best of luck. <laughs> the, and the last, they did say, thou still have one battle left to become victorious. <laughs> Uh, which I thought was pretty fantastic. But uh, I, I think they will take the message. You know, Jalen Ramsey kept warning his teammates about the Patriots coming back. I don't think Philadelphia will make that mistake. Rando fun side note, because uh, the Patriots announced they're going to be wearing white when they take the field. And it, <laughs> the team is 3-0 and in white in Super Bowls under Belichick. And extra Rando... 12 of the last 13 Super Bowls have been won by the team wearing white jerseys. The only team in the past 13 years to win wearing a colored jersey is the 2008 Green Bay Packers. But that's just a bizarro rando, rando stat. It probably doesn't mean a whole bunch other than like fun and for prop bets and all that kind of stuff. But we'll see how that shakes out. As far as the Vikings, uh, I think ultimately... Uh, I'm just disappointed for them. I thought that was, you know, I believe they're a better team than that. And honestly, they are a better team than they're showing in that game. I think the Eagles just, they had their number. You know, the Vikings started off strong with that touchdown drive. The curling celebration was kind of entertaining. But that was the last time. That, that touchdown to Kyle Rudolph, that was the last time the Eagles defense looked confused. And that was also the last time I think the Vikings did any celebrating <laughs> that night, man. It's just they, that game turned. That game turned on that pick six. Yeah, it did. Uh, and you know, Keenum's had a little bit of history with some bad balls, but that's credit to Chris. Oh. Yeah, I know that's credit to Chris Long for getting some contact on him. Uh, it was third and eight from the forty-three, 
and Patrick Robinson, man, got that errant pass and just ran all all over the damn field. Ended up going about 50, you know, returning that thing 50 yards for the pick six. I don't know how many yards he actually ran. (laughs) Uh, Probably more like 75 or 100. Uh, But the crowd went bananas. And, you know, the Eagles are 5-0 in playoff games when scoring a pick six in the Super Bowl era. And what you really saw was, you know, the Eagles starting to flex their O-line muscle, man. You had Blunt powering in, uh, 11-yard touchdown run on first and 10, and just crushing defenders on his way into the end zone to make it 14-7. The Vikings did still have some life. I think they could have overcome the pick six, but they, you know, they just they kept having some moments where they looked like they had a sliver of opportunity, and, and the Eagles kept taking it away from them. You know, the Vikings drove down to the Eagles 16 with a little over three minutes left in the in the first half. It was third and five. Keenum dropped back, and, and Derek Barnett just blew blew past the blockers. That that was a bad play call against that defense, man. I, I don't know if that was a tight end or a fullback or whatever, but that dude just couldn't get there. He whiffed on him, and Barnett got, a, got to Keenum and stripped the ball out of there, and Chris Long no re- recovered the fumble. <laughs> and once that happened, uh, it, it was just like, nah, man, this is this is bad for the bad for Minnesota, dude. It was it was like, it was like, okay, all right, they got a little something going. Oh, nope, that's a bad pick six. Oh, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. Train cranking up, bud. <laughs> Leave it's the station. Carter in the, in the All Star game, it's over. Yeah, it's over. And, and, and I mean, like the Eagles had had the ball. It was third and ten, and and Griffin and and uh, you know the Vikings had hands all over Foles. And they couldn't bring him down. They couldn't get him to fumble. They couldn't anything. Foles somehow dealt with the pressure with just getting, you know, hands all over him. And he managed to get through the traffic, and he uncorked that bomb to Alshon Jeffrey, uh, 53 yards, to go up 21-7. Um, you know, Xavier Rhodes was on the sideline getting looked at, and Terrence Newman just got roasted, dude. And then the Eagles close out the first half with a field goal. Uh, you know, again, it's not wasting opportunities. And you saw a 36-yard pass play from Foles to Zach Ertz to help set that up. It's 24-7 at the half. So keep in mind, it's 14-7. And the Vikings have a chance to put some points on the board. And the next thing you know, within three minutes, it's 24-7. I mean, it's just that game turned. And the Vikings just didn't make enough of their opportunities. And the Eagles did. And when the Vikings made a mistake, the Eagles made them pay for it. You know, he had another flea flicker. Foles rocked that damn thing and air raided out to Torrey Smith for a 41-yard touchdown, 31-7. to seven. And, yeah. and and that was a pretty throw, and that was a great catch. There were two defenders around him, and they just didn't do their job, man. The old classic, <laughs> classic thing. And really the last gasp that the Vikings had, uh, they drove down to the eight. They went for it on fourth and goal, and Keenum threw to Thielen. And you know, it looked like for a moment it was going to be one of those crazy kind of circus catches. Uh, but you know, the ball in, you know, hit the ground obviously. And you know, they overturned it and Thielen just slammed his helmet to the ground in disgust. And you know, the Eagles at that point, I mean, I mean you knew it really, the route was on. Um, and they, they polished off another drive. Foles hits Jeffrey again for a five yard touchdown on third and goal. And you know, it was 38 to seven, but it, it really didn't even feel that close. <laughs> it, it just, it really didn't. Um, 31 points is the largest win in playoffs in Eagles playoff history. And, uh, don't forget, and this was that stat. I knew I had it written down and this is relevant for the new England game, but I I just don't think they give up the the big chunk yardage the way that Minnesota did. But I didn't think Minnesota was going to make this, make this mistake either, but we'll see. Uh, but Foles led the NFL in deep ball passing. 
And again, a deep ball is uh, any pass that travels more than 20 yards in the air. And in 2013, he was uh, 25 of uh, 55 for 803 yards, 14 touchdowns, and one pick. So you know he's done he's done this before, and they've shown flashes of that in particular in the playoffs. So you know the Eagles embraced the underdog role, owning it. You know they ended up dominating the Vikings by the end of the, end of the day, and I don't think they're going to be intimidated by the moment. I think Peterson, I think that team, those players, I I, I think they relish that underdog role. And, you know, keep in mind, they held Minnesota and Atlanta to 17 points combined. That's just fantastic defensive effort. And, yeah, the, the Vikings D melted down against the Eagles. That's fair. Foles balled out. Uh, Foles actually is the sixth quarterback in NFL history with 300 pass yards, three touchdowns, and zero picks in a conference championship game. I mean, that's a historic-level performance. And the Vikings defense, in the regular season, they gave up 15.8 points per game, roughly 275 yards a game, and it was a 25% on third down percentage, right? Versus the Eagles, they gave up 38 points, a season high for them, uh, as far as what the defense gave up. They allowed 456 yards, and the Eagles were 71% on third down. I mean, that, that that's a formula for a loss, you know what I mean? Uh, so I'll tell you what, let, let's get out of here. Let's call our early shots. Uh, Shannon, A, any takeaways from Eagles Vikings and B, early, early call for the Super Bowl and Randy, same thing for you. Eagles just, they just took that game and did not give the Vikings a chance. And B, if you're talking about talking about the Super Bowl, you cannot bet against TB12. You just can't. So, um... As obvious as it is, I'll take the uh, Patriots to win the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Eagles just held home serve against the, Eagle, uh, against the Vikings, excuse me. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, just keeping it that simple, man. Fair enough. Randy, same thing, man. Take, you know, takeaways from the game and then uh, early, early feelings on the Super Bowl. As far as takeaways from the game, I think one of the things that people don't really think about is that the writing was on the wall against the Saints for the Vikings defense. Now, granted, everybody was playing it off as, hey, this is Drew Brees being able to move the ball up and down the field. But what we actually saw is the Eagles come out and pretty much do the same exact thing that the Saints did, only their defense played a lot better than what Mm -hmm. the Saints defense did. Yeah. So unfortunately... There was a disconnect there in the playoffs, it seems like, for the Vikings' defense in general, and their offense really wasn't doing them any favors. So the route really, I mean, I wanted to turn that game off, like, in the third quarter. I don't even know how. I don't even know how I stuck it out and watched the rest of the game, but I did. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, the game is finally over. Yeah. How did I how did I watch this? Put a put that game out of its misery. I was yeah. watching women's basketball <laughs> during <laughs> the time that game was on. Look, I was if Mark so was betting on the WNBA, you know it's a bad you know it's a bad football game, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed in this game. The game I thought was going to be the blowout turned out to be the best game of the weekend. Yeah. And the game I thought was be the most competitive, the most compelling turned out to be nothing but a joke. So it's it you know that's kind of where I stand on that. It's just 
the Eagles clearly wanted it more, and they had a better game plan. Yeah, they looked like the hungrier team. They looked, they absolutely, and I know it's cliche, but the Eagles looked flat out looked like the team that was hungrier and that wanted that wanted that game more, and they took that game. They took that game. And, you know, it's a shame for Minnesota because this was probably the best window they're going to have for a few years because now the quarterback situation's in flux. Um, McKinnon wants to be, you know, the guy. So maybe he's gone. We'll see what their who their quarterback is. It's a good team, sure. But, you know, they were fortunate because Detroit did Detroit things. The, obviously, no Aaron Rodgers in, in Green Bay. Um, it's set up really well for them. And I, I think that performance is going to haunt. I think that game is going to haunt that team and haunt those players for a while. Cause that, that sucked. <laughs> that, yeah, that sucked. Definitely. That sucked. And, and I it, think the going rumor at the moment is since Shermer was the offensive coordinator, of Minnesota, that Keenan may follow him to New York and be the backup. Yeah. We'll see. I, I would imagine Keenan wants to start. And we'll see if New York keeps, if New York keeps Eli Manning. Obviously, uh, I, I do think you you can fairly wonder if everything with Pat Shermer to the Giants, if maybe that detracted a little bit from their game planning, you know, against the Eagles. I'm not saying it did, but I think given how they looked, it's fair to wonder that. But some of the mistakes they made on defense, uh, the players, and you know, maybe Zimmer have to have to own that one because they just. Yeah. The Eagles looked better coached, better prepared, hungrier, more energetic. Uh, you know, check off what you know. Throw that random checklist of football cliches out there, and the Eagles hit them. And you know, the, it just it looked like the the Eagles earned the win and the Vikings earned the loss. And it's just, yep. it, it's not what I expected that game to be. I'm not surprised at the Eagles' defensive effort, but I just expected more out of Minnesota. On both sides of the ball, and they just they they under delivered, and it's just you know it's just a shame, it's just a shame. They're they're a better team than that. Maybe they lose anyway, uh, but that you know you end up walking away going, man, it's a, sh- it's a shame they beat the Saints. <laughs> it's a shame they did that because maybe the Saints would have given the Eagles a better game, <laughs> you know. So eh. well, they, well, I mean, Breeze has been there, so yeah. he knows he knows how to get his team ready. Yeah. get those guys pumped, ready to play. Yeah, this is the first time for some of these guys in Minnesota, so it's different. It's a different feeling. Yeah, well, if we'll see how next year shakes out, but you know, again, I think this was a great window for them, and you know, the NFL is a funny thing. Uh, the Patriots are kind of in a league of their own with what they've done, but for most teams, sometimes your window is one year. Sometimes that is your window, and that is that is all you get. <laughs> you know, uh, maybe no it's, for you. Yeah, maybe it's two to three years. But you know, again, think of what's happening in Seattle, and think of what it looks like Jacksonville's on the verge of. But remember, a, a few years ago, it looked like Indy was getting ready to take the league by storm. Think about how many wasted opportunities. Uh, if you're a Steelers fan. You know how many wasted opportunities do you do you look at that team and going, man, I can't believe we couldn't get it done. You know, so same said for the Packers. Too. Yeah, and and the Packers too. I mean, when they won their Super Bowl, when they beat Pittsburgh, I don't remember what year that was, 2011, 2010. You know, you're you're, you're looking at that at that team going, man, they have a nice run here, but they haven't won another Super Bowl, dude. It's hard to do. 
it's hard to yeah. do and you need you need to be a good team you need to ha- and you need to have some things break your way and you have to execute um and it's just i don't know this it's just a shame minnesota squandered a great window for them yeah. uh but you know new england is just you, you, <laughs> you can't give them any opportunity you, you you have to kill them it's the i mean it's almost like bounty gate <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> kill the head you know greg williams man kill the head i mean it, that's what that team is man you you have to take them out and uh I don't know. We'll see if Philadelphia can do it. I, I, I'm going to say that I like Philadelphia's chances. I think they have the right mentality. I think they're well coached. I think that's a hungry team. I think they're going to show up and ball hard. And I think they'll they'll compete across all phases of the game for the duration of the game. Uh, we'll see what kind of foal shows up. Uh, I don't think the Patriots will be as susceptible to the RPO stuff as, or the run pass option as the Vikings were. Uh, I think Belichick will have that team in better positions. That doesn't mean the Eagles can't pull off those big chunk yardage plays, uh, right. but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think the Patriots give them any freebies, and if they do, maybe it's like one. So, but the Eagles' lines, man, that O line, that D line, will keep should should keep them in it. It kept the Giants in it, uh, and it should keep the Eagles in it. And then you know they're gonna they're gonna have to outwork them, outcoach them. It's like Survivor. Out, you know, outwit, outplay, outlast, or whatever, and they have to do that. And then they're going to need a, they're going to need something to bounce their way, whether it's a ball velcro to a helmet or a crazy sideline catch or whatever it is. They're going to need something to break their way, um, and they're going to need Foles to continue this. And I'm telling you, if Foles keeps rocking that, we will give him the Nick Foles. We'll give him the Nick Foles rainbow. You know, I joked around about, uh, you know, Nick Foleyan dynamite or whatever folamite or whatever i called him but he's done a great job and peterson has helped get him in great position to have some success the running backs are legit that defense is legit but new england's not going to give them freebies i i just don't see it and so they're, they're going to have to execute cleanly efficiently effectively and you know if the eagles win they've they've earned that um i still slightly favor new england if I had to take a pick, I'm taking New England. Uh, you know, it, until you do it, it's, I, I feel like it's like a Yogi Berra thing. <laughs> you haven't done it, like <laughs> you haven't done it until you did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it feels like that. Uh, and that sounds stupid and cliched and cheesy, but it's just it's what it is. They've been there, they've been through it. They're not going to be intimidated by the moment. They're not going to be intimidated if they're down. They're going to believe that they're going to win it. Um, so Philadelphia has to carry that same attitude, uh, but but thinking about it, saying it, and doing it are different things. Uh, New England's going to carry it, carry that expectation, play with that expectation, uh, and I think they have a high probability of delivering on it. And that will that will break a tie. By the way, uh, if Brady gets a six ring, that breaks a tie with Charles Haley, uh, who's got yeah. five. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, my thoughts on. My early thoughts on the Super Bowl, I mean, when you really look at it, yep. three of the past four Super Bowls, Patriots have been there. Mm-hmm. In the 18 years that Tom Brady's been in the NFL, hard to think he's actually had 18 seasons under his belt. A lot. Eight Super Bowls. Ridiculous. They've been to eight Super Bowls in 18 years with him. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And you can't really count his rookie season because <laughs> he, really, he really didn't play, but it's just the idea behind it that yeah. that type of dynasty has been formed – over a 20-year tw- span, almost. Yeah. 
in in today's it's, NFL it, with roster turnover and salary cap issues and, and everything, yeah, it's unheard of. It's ridiculous. Think of how different. Think of how different the 49ers are. When was that Super Bowl against the Ravens? What year was that? Uh, 2012. All right. So think about how quickly everything changed for San Francisco. Harbaugh gone, Kaepernick gone, Smith gone, defense old, whatever. That team fell off the map like like rapidly, you know? (laughs) And again, the NFL NFL is cruel, dude. (laughs) Your window can get slammed shut in your face, and then it's over. Yeah. Over. So for them to do what they've done is just, it's again, you can hate them if you want. I don't. I respect them. I respect them, and I find it fascinating. And they're they're like they're like football assassins. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what they are, man. And Absolutely. so you know you, you have to you have to appreciate that on some level. You can hate them. You can be salty about it. You can root for them to lose. Uh, but what they've done is just is just incredible. And if the Eagles pull it off, man, they deserve just an army of high fives and kudos. Um, but uh, you, you got you got to earn it, man. And I I'm just I'm not picking against them. I, I just don't, yeah. I don't don't think I can. Can't um, and, and, do it. And and here, here's a great line, and Randy, you'll appreciate. Can't this. do it. Can't do it, Randy. I, I think you'll appreciate this. And there's one article on ESPN, and they were talking about Tom Brady's age-defying brilliance being the best kind of problem. And they said, uh, quote, You want your silver lining to the dark clouds that surfaced this year, Patriots fans? Here it is. Brady caused those nasty organizational fissures by doing to his 2017 opponents what he did to the Jaguars, throwing the two touchdown passes in the final nine minutes to send the Patriots to a Super Bowl 52 matchup with the Eagles. Once upon a time... Brady watched the San Francisco 49ers trade away his boyhood idol, Joe Montana, to make room for Steve Young. Brady made the Patriots trade Steve Young instead. Hmm. You know, interesting. And and, and that's an interesting way to look at it, but on some level, that's legit. Because Garoppolo, it felt like Garoppolo was their deal, and... You know, Brady, whether he was retired or forced out or kicked out or whatever, and that guy just won't let go of it, man. Uh, And I didn't mean to make that reference. God bless, Shannon. I really didn't. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm going to say is I have one little message to the Eagles. (laughs) And my message to the Eagles is I'm going to quote a legend here, Mm -hmm. the great Ric Flair, to be the man, you got to beat the man. There you go. Hell yeah. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Good call, Randy. Good, good, good call. call. And that's what it is. That's a very Ric Flair if kind of thing. And that's what they represent. It's the mystique of the Patriots. And I know Doug Peterson talked about, you know, he basically said, look, it's about us, not the Patriots mystique. But the mystique of that team, the the <laughs> the legend of them, that's you know that's in people's heads. Uh, and if they can focus and tunnel vision that thing out and not worry about that, then that's a credit to Peterson and a credit to that team. And and maybe maybe they're able to do that. You know, maybe that whole maybe they ride that underdog thing all the way through. 
and sell some more shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, one those fans, man. I don't know. If, hopefully, the audio is good on this. Those fans of Philadelphia, bro. They called for Brady. Y'all want Brady? Y'all gonna get Brady. <laughs> Y'all and gonna get luck. him, and you gotta finish him, dude. You gotta, you gotta finish him. Don't make the mistake that Jacksonville made, that Atlanta made, <laughs> that other teams have made, dude. If you're gonna take him out, man, beat on them like you beat on cop horses in parking lots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get arrested if you have to. <laughs> but uh, you know, you you gotta go, man. You gotta go at it, dude. There's no other way. So, and again, I, I just I like the Eagles' chances. I think they're. I think this is going to be a good Super Bowl, fellas. Um, Let's hope so. I think this is going to be a good Super Bowl. I, I didn't think the Eagles were going to make it this far, but that underdog role, uh, you know, they've got heart and they've got talent. And if Foles has a plus game, uh, they're going to be in the mix. Uh, but I, again, I just don't Minnesota. I don't know what the hell happened to them, dude. Just a, a crap game. Uh, worst time, worst time of the year to have <laughs> play a game like that. Um, oh but, yeah. But you 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 can't assume you you can't expect New England to to make those mistakes. So uh, outwork, out hustle, outsmart, outlook, outplay, out ball. You got to do all of it. And that's a tall, tall, tall order. Uh, random side note: as we get out of here, uh, keep in mind that Brady is a hop, skip, and a jump away 279 yards if he throws for 279 yards in the super bowl against the eagles he will reach 10,000 postseason passing yards in his career damn that good, is good point he'll be he'll get there that's amazing and all likelihood he gets there do you know who has the next most career postseason passing yards active player who ben roethlisberger <laughs> 5,256. 5, like Bon Jovi, halfway there. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has 4,458. And Rodgers is 34. Mm. You know. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for him in terms yeah, of getting a record. No, I would, I would say not. You know, Drew Brees is behind Aaron Rodgers, which actually surprised me. I thought, I thought Brees would have had more. And then among players under 30, Russell Wees, Russell Wieson, Russell Wilson, <laughs> the beer man, it gets you. <coughs> turf monster, turf monster, beer monster. Russell Wilson's the active leader with 2,777. So roughly a quarter. Think about that. I mean, that's a lot of playoff games. And that's, that's a guy that's delivered for a long, long, long time. So we can complain about rest. We can complain about whistles. We can complain about a lot of stuff. But, you know, maybe Miles Jack was robbed. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, um, but yeah, if the Eagles are going to pull this off, dude, they've got to ball out. They've got to ball up. Yes. They've got to ball. You said hard. balls, lots of balls, lots. And I mean, That's what I'm talking about. and I mean, go. a lot of balls, a lot of balls, dude, big, <laughs> big big time all right well that was fun gentlemen but i guess i I guess it's time 
I guess it's time to get out of here, dude. <laughs> hey. You know, I, I, we like to have a ball. <laughs> all we I do. hope... Look, not, I just... Not a love for our ball. Look, look, look. A good time. All I know is if Janet Jackson shows up with this Justin Timberlake show, halftime show, I don't want them to reverse roles. I know we got the like we got the the accidental nip slip thing. <laughs> we don't need to grab life to grab life by the balls with him. You know what I mean? No dick slips. <laughs> no dick slips. No. no. None of that. We don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. This is the one okay. time you don't need a dick in the box. <laughs> no, no dick no in the box. No dick in the box. No. Actually, CBS, or who has the Super Bowl? Is it Fox? I don't know who has it. It's NBC, actually. <laughs> NBC, well. Al Michaels, no. If, if there's a dick slip. <laughs> that is not a cock bet. Did you say is that, that's not a cock bet? Look. <laughs> cock bet. It's not a cock bet. <laughs> Look. They would have the Not black bar. Technically, they would have the black bar right over that, so it would be a dick in a box. Hey, <laughs> Just letting <yeah>. you know. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> Just letting you know. But anyway, like I said, dude. <laughs> hey, what do you? What? Hey, I just want to know if there were, if there, if there was a Justin Timberlake dick in a box slip, would that qualify? As a Harlem Shake It Off? Oh. I'm just saying. Judge is ruling, Randy. Hmm. I'll allow it. That's the That seems like a lot rolled into one thing. I think it'd be pretty tough. That's what she said. That'd be pretty hey tough. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Again, Philadelphia, dude, crank up "Eye of the Tiger." Y'all need all the help you can get, friends. <laughs> I, I heard Philly fans like to crank it a lot. <laughs> Philly, Philly, pit of misery. Hey yo, Philly, yeah. Philly. There you go. All right. On that note, gentlemen, let's get out of here. From all of us to all of you, it's been a great time. I'm glad that we got to hear about poop stories in the pool. <laughs> hey, <laughs> when you're swimming in the pool and out pops your stool, diarrhea, my friend. <laughs> Like I said, we're shitting up to Boston. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let us poop. Let us poop. Right, do you want to go out and let me poop? All right, let's do it. There you go. <clears throat> My God. Can't hold it I swear to goodness, that song popped in my head the minute that child told me she had the. Of course it did. I was dying.
<laughs> anyway, from all of us, <laughs> from all of us to all of you, we're the sports. Where you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, our home feed on Podbean, of I course. S- uh, oh my uh, gosh. Stitcher, uh, oh, live and of yes, course, yes. the Google Play Store. Keywords are sports. And not poo. Well, you can probably find us sports, sports poo. Brew. Sports and brew. And you can track us down. But uh, from all of us, all of you, enjoy the weekend. I'd say enjoy the football, but it's just the Pro Bowl at this point. It's okay. Don't worry about that. Uh, but we will. Yeah, we'll rally up next week. We'll get Mark's pick. <laughs> we'll see what he's got. Uh, Shannon, remind me. Remind me about the poop knife. That's the your poop knife. <laughs> remind, okay. remind me about the poop knife. Write that down. Yeah, remind me about the poop knife. And I'll see if I can save that story. But from all of us, all of you, we'll catch you on the flip side with the sports brew. And good night now. I'm giving you 175 years, which is 2,100 months. Oh, I like how that auto-played. I just signed your death warrant. I find that you don't get it. And by the way, don't mess with that judge. Don't yeah. no. no, Larry Nassler, have fun rotten, know. have fun rotten in jail, bro. You you earned that and you deserve that. Holy moly! You know what she said, uh, dude? She went Sam Jackson, man. She That's did. what she did. She was all flat out. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. Six page letter. Get out of here. F-O-H. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Does he look like a bitch? He will in prison. (laughs) General Pop, baby. G-Pop. G-Pop, buddy. You're in trouble. (laughs) That's right. There it is, man. What a fucking scumbag, too, man. Oh, P.O.S., dude. POS for sure, for sure, hundred percent, man. Judge uh, Rosemary uh, Aquilina, man, just dropping the hammer on that dude. Well deserved. Uh, just a disgusting thing with Larry Nasser. Then I forget. I, I think you mentioned what paper it was that ran. Like their front page was just a list of names of all the uh, it, it, all the individuals that guy oh. had, had abused and molested and, and taken advantage of. It's just amazing. I think the ripple effect of this is is going to go on for a while. We and we talked about it briefly a few weeks ago, but I mean, like, what the president of Michigan State stepped down. Um, you're going to have it's going to wreak havoc with the with the U.S. Uh, you know, you know, Olympic stuff. I mean, it's and yeah. it, you know what? If there are people that that kicked rocks on it, covered it up, dude, take the hammer to them too. You yeah, know, uh, they they deserve whatever whatever crap they get as far as blowback. They deserve it because uh, we're, we're we're living through an era where you got the blowback at Penn State with Sandusky and all that junk. Uh, all those all those kids that were just hurt by that, and whatever the blowback is and the repercussions when they drop the hammer, whether it's to him uh, or admin at Penn State or people at Michigan State, whatever, dude. If you're a complicit or help cover that up, man, dude. F O H. Randy, you remember the gravity hammer in Halo Three? Yeah. Oh yeah. They 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 deserve a fat help under that upside the noggin, man. And uh, yeah, G pop general population will not be kind to, to that Nasser nope. guy. Nope. You know, 
Can, can do, we end this on a positive note? Do, do you remember that meme where it's like the judge that says you're going to pound me in the ass prison? <laughs> like, that's, yeah. Yeah, from Office Space. <laughs> that's, that's that dude, but That's that dude, buddy. That's that dude, buddy. It's the, the likelihood that's going to be ugly as hell for him is quite high. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what were you going to say, Shannon? I was going to say, I'm going to end this on a positive note. Um, I'm going to end this with the uh, MLB Hall of Fame. When I played uh, fantasy baseball, and I I think I'm down to like one league now where I'll play once a year. We'll do it live. Yep. Just once a year, we'll do it live. Do it live. Fuck it. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! Alright, knock it out, Shannon. We gotta go. Knock uh, it out. I have Vlad Guerrero. Congratulations, sir. Uh, along with uh, Chipper Jones, Jim Tomey, and Trevor Hoffman. Congratulations, yeah. guys. But my first pick for God knows how many years in a row was Vlad Guerrero. Congratulations on making MLB Hall of Fame. Um, you guys are all deserving of it. And uh, that's it. There you go. All right, gentlemen. To the Hall of Fame class. Tip of the caps to them. Salute. Enjoy, fellas. Well-earned, well-deserved. And you know what? From all of us, all of you, we're catching the flip side. Lindy. Enjoy the rage face. Enjoy the rage quit bowl, the rage face bowl, the hate bowl. I know you do. Here you are talking about. I don't have to see any Patriots in the Pro Bowl because <laughs> we're always in the Super Bowl. <laughs> way to be that guy. <laughs> way, way, way to be that guy, dude. Way to be that the guy. What? Huh? Yeah, Pro Bowl. What's, what's that, man? A Pro I can Bowl. say the same thing, but that's only because there's no Colts there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> it, when I saw his post, I kind of chuckled. I'm like, yeah, that you're that guy posting about that. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's why I hate Patriots fans, man. Oh yeah, no, no, no Pro Bowl. Nah, it's it's all good, bro. Enjoy it. Um, I'm sure you'll have lots of randomly witty junked post but i tell you what man we'll catch you sometime next week we'll do our uh we'll do our full little preview pick man uh from all from all of us all yes. of you we'll try to get you next week lindy that's right uh we'll reach out touch base and uh we'll see what happens but from all of us all of you man have a great night have a great weekend and uh enjoy enjoy your rage face angry hate fest super bowl dude <laughs> enjoy it man uh we're the sports brew And we'll catch you a little little bit later, man. Catch you on the flip side. Peace out, y'all. See ya. Good night, fellas.